Welcome to your Sanity Safe Space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Blonde is enjoying some time visiting family. And so, as I mentioned on Sunday, it will be a very special episode of the call-in show because uh, Ping 2, as the chat deemed you last time, that was what, June of last year? Ping 2 is filling blonde spicy shoes. Hello. Are you ready? I'm going to do my best. If, uh, If you were not around last year in June when the chat coined her or deemed her Ping 2, uh... That is the that is the origin of that uh, nickname. That is my uh, that's my lovely wife, who, of course, is carrying our first child and is successfully through the first trimester. So uh, I anticipate a lot of family chat tonight or things of that nature. But who knows? Uh, Topics are totally up to you guys, as always. And uh, the rules will still be the same tonight. So we'll do 90 minutes of calls. Check in on Super Chat every half hour. And uh, we're not going to do email questions tonight because a lot of the times those are for blonde or for both of us. So we'll defer on the email questions until next week. But if you'd like to participate in the show with an email question, remember the one and only place you can submit one is over on the website uh, on the contact page. There's a call and show question form Matt Christensen media dot com slash contact. And other than that, we'll hop right into the calls. We, of course, have our wonderful screener dangerous spaces working hard to keep the show flowing efficiently appreciate his effort he's got people good to go so are you ready to submit to the mob yes (laughs) okay mr new direction you there good direction hey what's on your mind good how are you doing well what an honor i get to say congratulations to both of you (laughs) well thank you so i'm i'm actually about to become an uncle this week so this will be the, the first little baby in our family as well. Congratulations. Well, congrats. That's very cool. Thank you. I, I literally did know of the work, none of the work. I mean, even less than Matt would be doing in this case. <laughs> I liked, I like to think I'm doing something. I don't know. About, I don't know about none, but uh, as far as the physical labor so far, I'm not doing a lot of that. You're right. No, but no, you're doing a great job. You're providing for the family. You're setting the moral foundation that uh, wife and, and Bubba are going to need. And uh, yeah, it's it's all good stuff. We wish you the best. Well, thank you. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, if you guys want to um, talk baby talk with everyone else, I'm happy to cut this um, call short. Otherwise, I wanted to uh, chat about climate change. It's up to you, man. It's your call. So so send it whatever direction you'd like. Um, look, I'll, I'll try to get it another week and I'll have a, a big chat then. For now, I'll just free up my time so you can get as much congrats in from all the other people. Well, I appreciate it, but you're going to yield call one, my God. All right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't Crazy. want 30 seconds to, uh, I don't know, make an outlandish statement of some sort or really make your mark? <laughs> oh, I, I already have. I'm an Aussie. We're convicts. We, all right. Uh, well, we, 
Play, play you guys need the convict the spirit bit. to return, though, you know? Thank you. <laughs> no, Appreciate it. Cup now. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Red Falcor is back. It's been a little bit. I'm glad to hear from you, man. Yes, sir. Good to hear from you. Thanks for bringing me in. Of course. Talking with uh, Dangerous Spaces. Doing a great job over there. So Appreciate his help. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, real quick, a couple of things to plug. Um, uh, the stutteringwithconfidence.org website uh, is is up still. Uh, I did super chat about that, but I wanted to remind people about that again in case there are other people on this server who... Uh, no, I'm sure don't believe that I ever had a stutter, but uh, but I don't really care what they think. I care about the people who have a stutter right now and might be listening to this. And the improvement, as as people know, has been remarkable. Yeah. What time? Um, do you remember the first time you called in? Do you remember when that was? It was like two years ago, maybe. Okay. It was a so, while. Yeah, I was, yeah. I I did actually send you an email about the specific date. Um, that was like the first time I called in, mm-hmm. uh, I think at one time my wife was going to try to make a compilation of my calls into the program. Cause it's such a good track of my progress. Uh, I bet. my speech was two years ago versus now, uh, one of the most memorable comments I read in the chat was, um, my wife is a speech pathologist and she says, this is impossible. And wow. my reply is, wow. I, I, I bet she does, uh, because, uh, PhD speech pathologists have largely given up on the adult stuttering community. They focus entirely on self-acceptance hmm. and it, it is, um, uh, <laughs> it is amazing, uh, how little this disorder is understood. Um, and, uh, so sorry, <laughs> lost my train of thought, but the other thing I did want to plug real quick is I'm going to try to release a, um, talk that I did with, um, me and, uh, he is for Epitome. Um, <laughs> sure. there, we kind of interviewed her, uh, for the purposes of, of, um, tr- trying to get her hooked up with some traditional love. Uh, and <laughs> so, that's one way to phrase it, I, I guess. Actually, <laughs> yes. And if I can actually gather up uh, the courage to post myself online, which mm-hmm. is tough to do. Uh, maybe we'll get there. So, sure. Um, yes. Yeah, super secret. How are you liking your uh, foray, your second foray into being a host tonight? <laughs> I'm a little less nervous than last time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I'm hoping someone brings something spicy up because I don't only want to talk babies. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, of course. That makes uh, perfect sense. Um, So, uh, Matt, I don't want to take up too much time. Uh, I love that I got in, but I was completely unprepared for being at the top of the roster. So, oh um, man, that's all all I got for now. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. You as well. Yeah, like I told you, uh, you're just going to have to jump in. You know, you got you got spicy shoes to fill. And okay, for, people, do for people who do don't I... know you, it's like, okay, the, the difference is like, imagine blonde's opinion, but someone who, uh, is going to be respectful of me and my profession. All right. Yes. Respectfully. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what, that's what we're, yeah. That's another way to put it, I suppose. Uh, but that's what we're dealing with here. So let's see 
let's try to get this let's try to get some of the uh intrigue flowing here we got uh magic sky fairy up next mr sky fairy you there that is my real name actually that yeah it's not a hand figured we'd go with the uh proper name because my parents <laughs> are gender neutral um speaking of being parents uh congratulations to you too well, thank you. Uh, thank um, you. I, I forget that you had mentioned that Sorry, you had mentioned that you are expecting as well, if I recall correctly. Yeah, we got you beat out by a couple of weeks on the due date. So okay. yours was mid September ish or something like that. Uh, I'm, I'm September twenty second. Yeah. Yeah, mine is September tenth. So yeah, oh. wow. see how it goes. Um, and uh, I told that to my fans. I said, "Oh, you know who's uh, having a kid right around the same time as us? It's going to be uh, you know Matt, not and blonde, but you know Matt and." You know, not yes, blonde. Not uh, us together, but and, from that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she already did her part, uh, you know, to replenish the white race <laughs> or whatever. Um, Although you would be, then, uh, there are a lot of but, uh, newer listeners who still assume that Blonde and I have some some sort of ro- romantic relationship of some kind or something like that. I get that oh, reference not, a lot. I so. thought you two, uh, no, I'm, I, I, I never. Uh, what I, could have been? Have you even met in person? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, like, sorry. have you even met in person before or no? Blonde and I met in person one time. That was it. Oh, okay. Oh, was yeah. it when that uh, creepy black guy was stalking you? Yeah, that was 2016. That's the only time we've ever uh, we've ever been in the same place at the same time. Oh, and I guess uh, you know, with forthcoming uh, jab rulings, then uh, the likelihood drops ever more. Um, I guess unless you drive there, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, when I told my fiance, oh yeah, they're having a kid about the same time. He's like, why would I care what that fascist is doing? And it's like, okay, good talk. <laughs> she said that? <laughs> really? Yeah. She said that about like, me? Really? Yeah. She walked it back and it's just, she hates blonde so much. But, oh, uh, okay. I don't know, I'm in Canada. This is fascist. Um, you can call me racist. Me. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. You can call me racist, well, but fascist is too far. <laughs> well, I, I think a lot of people <laughs> conflate libertarianism and fascism because like, libertarians aren't going to be like uh, no i denounce that opinion they're just going to shrug and say okay well i guess that's an acceptable thing to say and that gets conflated with support for the opinion like supporting somebody's freedom of speech is conflated with supporting the opinion like i may disagree but i'm probably not going to have an irrational emotional reaction to an opinion with which i disagree yeah yeah um so i guess i ate up all this time just talking about uh shenanigans uh, didn't really talk about uh, the meat of the issue. Uh, well, not really that I had a super big issue. Just to say that I went on the Destiny channel to try to get clarification on who is and is not white. Uh, and they're like, oh, well, why, why are you so concerned? And I'm like, well, because you guys keep like, you guys make a huge deal of it. This is total gaslighting to, you know, pretend like I'm the one making the thing. I just want clear expectations because this Muslim guy that just did the shooting, uh, Ahmad, whatever it is, uh, super white guy, apparently. Tariq Nasheed, I don't know if you saw his tweet, doubling down, like, oh, well, he's light-skinned. So he enjoys all the benefit of white He's white passing, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that's the thing. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, like you saw the initial ones, but then a lot of them were just so, I guess, married to that uh, narrative that, no, it's a white guy, and that's why he made it out alive, and, you know, he's white supremacist, and why did he make white, white, white? So um, then I asked, okay, let's suppose it had gone the other way, and somebody by the name of John Smith had shot this guy. Would you be calling that a white on white shooting and then nothing to see here? And I wouldn't have to hear about Islamophobia and racism. Yeah, yeah. And then they explained to me on the Destiny server, actually, no, that would still be a racist shooting. And the reason is because white supremacists have a uh, very rigid and racist uh, opinion on race, 
that is very narrowly defined. So they would not regard him as white uh, and that be their, their basis for wanting to destroy him. So it's a very like fucking what? Uh, <laughs> why wouldn't the basis for wanting to destroy him be the fact that he's shooting up a grocery store? What? Um, no, 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 I'm just talking about like if it had gone the other way, like where instead of Ahmad being the shooter, he's now the victim. Like I, I, I'm, I'm putting shoe. Oh, you're saying if he here. was shot at, he, he was just shopping and he was shot at the grocery store or something. Yeah, like that. if he was shopping and somebody had decided to shoot yeah. him and his, you know, fellow light-skinned family, yeah, yeah, would they not be screaming racism because oh, well, this is just white on white crime? Yeah, because presumably him shooting a bunch of white people is. Uh, you know, or should, well, not even white, just people. Like that's that's a white supremacist terrorist attack, because you know, light skin after all. Uh, but if it goes the other way and he gets shot by somebody, you know, who's named John Smith, let's say, or some variant, um, I guess, like, would it be too, I guess, uh, hopeful to have them stay consistent on this? Or, no, no, light skinned white people are white, uh, and just hold consistent to that standard. And I can't even follow the standard, to be honest. I'm trying to make sense of what you're just. Desc- I'm, I'm not faulting you because you're trying to describe their views. I, well, I'm, I'm trying to get a rigid standard that will be consistent in either direction. So if the view is that this guy is white, yeah, um, then and he has shot people, it is a white supremacist shooting. Okay, okay, fair. so white crime equals white supremacist in motive. Period. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just saying if that's the standard, okay, fine, let's go with that. Anytime somebody of one race shoots people it is a supremacy crime of that race okay well, fine. only I'm for white people that. but that's... Willing to, yeah but well i'm not willing to go with that like if a black person should but they are black, that yeah, is we, their standard yeah but it yeah. seems to be but they just say oh, well because white people have done all the terrible things you need to like regard it in historical context and blah 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 yeah but i would what i would like is if that guy gets shot though and he's now the you know somebody of that light skin is now the victim and he's been shot by somebody you know of actual european descent like an actual white guy are they just going to kind of look at that and say, okay, we've already determined guys like this are white. So what we have here is a white on white shooting. So we're not going to bring up race. It's just not going to be a thing. Here's a question for you. If this guy counts as white or at least white passing, is ISIS a white supremacist organization? <laughs> um, I, I suppose. I mean, okay. it's so hard to say. Like, remember the, all, the, all this flack we're getting? Like, oh, white people don't want to acknowledge that Jesus was actually Middle Eastern. Yeah. Okay. If Middle Eastern is white now, then weren't we right all along? Now that's another um, good point. Yeah. Ooh, good point. Put him in a box there. Yeah. And what about what are we doing with Talcum X? You know, like <laughs> he's pretty light skinned. Uh, um, yeah, they do have to. Oh, I don't, I've never understood why he gets a pass. If cultural appropriation is a thing. And I, I guess I could believe it to the extent that you're outright faking your race for the purpose of social benefits. If cultural, pro, cultural appropriation is anything, it's that. Rather than just like enjoying, you know, somebody's uh, style of food or dress or something like that. Yet he gets a right. perpetual pass <laughs> to be the biggest. He, I th- he's been race faking since before Rachel Dolezal, if I'm correct, right? He, he's <laughs> way before that. Was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really cultural appropriation because he doesn't do it well. He just looks like a white guy. Yeah. He does look like a very white guy. And uh, the fact that he filled up like, uh, empl- he filled out like some. Um, employment application and he wrote his race explicitly as caucasian or white or something so i haven't seen that piece of him. evidence it was only his uh i had only seen some of the stuff i remember tree of logic did a great breakdown on uh some of his family stuff and and some of uh some of his mom's history and things like that i had not well, seen I mean, that though. you can identify whoever you want presumably these days so it's fine <laughs> 
Um, not with race, but, uh, though. You it, are what the mob tells you you are. It doesn't work that way. It's not self-identification. I, so. I mean, the purpose of the call is more to demonstrate. Like, I feel like we are fleshing this out and trying to like lay out what facts are. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel. Like In this discussion, I'm very confident that we're seeking what is you know objective truth as much as possible, or at least trying to nail it down. But uh, presumably, like a left-wing person having a similar conversation, like on the other side of the aisle, there, there's some alternate conversation happening where two left-wing people are discussing the right-wing perspective on this stuff and talking about how, you know, we're so rational. How come right-wing people can't just, like, you know, recognize the obvious, like, whiteness <laughs> yeah. uh, that is inherent here? And yeah. why don't they see things logically like we do? And w- why are they so, like, brainwashed and ideologically dead? Like, I have to think that conversation is happening somewhere. I would assume, I not, guess. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wrap this up, but uh, but I appreciate the yeah. thought exercise, man. Well, that's all it was, was a thought exercise. And that. All right. Congrats, you too. Thank you, man. And congratulations to you as well. Have a good one. Thank you. Uh, Before we bring in the next caller, the understated part about the the Boulder shooter that I didn't want to get into in the video that I posted today because it wasn't really relevant to what I was talking about. And also some of those details are unconfirmed and I didn't want to commit the very sin that a lot of... uh, Media pundits are committing where they jump to conclusions that are unsubstantiated, but, and I know there's a lot that that is left to discover about this shooter, but you and I had the same conclusion when the pictures of him were coming out and the reports on who he was. That's not a 21 year old guy. <laughs> no way. That That's not, not, I don't know much about him, but he's not 21. And then 47 <laughs> when it came out that he was Syrian, I don't, they said that he was born in Syria but mm-hmm. grew up in Colorado. So I don't know what that means. My I initial thought was my <laughs> initial thought was, okay, he must've been one of those like 30 year old teen Syrian refugees. <laughs> exactly. That must be, he's not, how the hell does anyone buy that? He's 21. If he's 21, yeah. that is the that's roughest, like, most unfortunate 21 I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. That's like a pack a day. 21. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, a pack a day and uh, McDonald's every meal and all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's get the next caller in here. Uh, Kobe's pilot. Yeah, I, I was under the impression that you didn't survive the crash, but no. Well, oh geez, I just understood. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh it was boy. A crash actually. Uh, we got him safe and sound to Epstein's Island. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, good evening, Matthias. How are you tonight? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I got a very pressing topic, you know? Okay. So, all right. I know on this show, you like to talk about uh, questions like the JQ or certain other cues. <laughs> In the, any cue. Do you agree with this? I guess. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, tonight I like to talk about the TQ, actually. Uh-oh. I thought you were going to go with the IQ, the Irish question <laughs> that has been circulating lately. Well, I was hoping someone would bring it up. Yeah. What's the TQ? Well, uh, the tomboy question. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, are you familiar with this question, or should I explain it to you in the audience here? I, I, I don't know what it is, and I'm sure the audience would benefit too. Yeah, they definitely would benefit, so I'll explain it as best I can. Basically, if you think about it, uh, ever since the rise of uh, transgender ideology, uh, neoliberal elite, uh, you know, Illuminati has been uh, brainwashing tomboys into becoming non-binary. And I think this is a very serious problem for society. So, uh, yeah. 
Well, and I, yeah. I don't know how uh, personal I can get, Ping, but you were somewhat of a tomboy. I kind of still am. <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't really say so anymore, but okay. Not I mean, like when I was a kid, I guess. <laughs> well, but I, I guess what I'm saying is you were, as a, as a younger girl, you were into sporty, sporty things and yeah. I don't know. I mean, I obviously didn't know you when you were young, but you know, if you took young you into today, maybe there mm. would be forces that would try to push you into that sort of worldview exactly. or lifestyle or mm. whatever else. Maybe. Yeah. Like the chloride in the water. Exactly. <laughs> Is that what does it? Well, that's part of it. You know, it's a multi-pronged attack, really. <laughs> you got okay. drugs in the drinking water you got what like, about the chemtrails yeah. you're doing yeah. you're doing it perfectly is, right yeah i can't tell what's sincere and what's sarcastic here well, <laughs> i'm always earnest so okay you can take it uh, so percent truth as always i wouldn't take it in any other way so what do you think um what should we do about this sort of thing what's the proper the response solution to this question the final the final <laughs> solution to the tq yeah yes what do we do yeah, yeah. well I don't know. That's a very pressing issue, actually. I'm not not entirely sure. I mean, obviously, the first thing we got to clean up the water supply. We got to clean up the schooling system in America. Um, you know, I don't know. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think what it's do you think? a do you think it's a more pressing or more prevalent problem for tomboys than it is for effeminate little boys? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean. Hmm. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm, Interesting. Well, we also we do some we do some fanboy memeing, but we're not actually into that kind of stuff. You know? <laughs> I, I, if uh, Abigail Schreier's book on this uh, irreversible damage is to be believed, this is a particular problem for teen girls. That it's it's more it's actually more common in that young demographic for girls to be transitioning to boys because of this sort of. She argues it's because of a lot of social pressures. It just becomes. I was just going to say it becomes a. Yeah. A, a contagion of sorts in the same way anorexia does and things like that. But yeah. I, I social pressure. Yeah. Which was surprising totally. to me. Cause I just, just anecdotally, it seems to me like I, I guess I would have guessed that there would be more male to female transgender transitions, yeah. but in that demographic, it's, it's not the case. Probably just cause you see those ones freak out a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely see their Adam's apples sticking out a lot more too. That's another <laughs> It's another dead so giveaway. True. And actually the female to male can transition more convincingly than male. Also, to male. Like age, very convincing. I agree. <laughs> actually, it kind of is. I mean, holy cow, that cover of time magazine. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not an imposing looking man. Very well. Yeah. But, but and that's, that's, what's weird is if you saw that, that if you saw this person on the street, you'd be like, well, that's a, string bing string uh string bean looking dude you you wouldn't think that's an imposing person but ellen page uh was uh, when she was ellen page was i don't know i mean she was a she was a a pretty looking lady you know she to go from what she was to what she is now exactly well luckily uh super straight tomboy appreciators like i can tell the difference between an actual tomboy and you know other assorted uh, freaks, but for some okay, other so might what, be a, a problem. Before know? we let you go, and before I don't know how if Susan will get us for this one, but what are the dead giveaways? What are your cues? Uh, well, you gotta do the fanboy check. You know, <laughs> I'm unfamiliar. You know, turn around. You gotta like reach your hand under and make sure. 
Oh, so you do an actual physical assessment. Obviously. Have you been arrested for that or? (laughs) No, because, no, you just say, you know, you yell femboy check or whatever. I see. Then it's basically like a get out of jail free card. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Thank you, man. And best of luck in your future flights. Sorry about that one. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. (laughs) Have a good night. (laughs) Yeah, you too. You too. Uh, I will never forget. I was when, confused that entire time. <laughs> he's like I said, he's very good at, uh, at. Is that the pen guy? No, no, no. Oh, but he's very he's very good at towing the line between sarcasm and sincerity. That it's hard to tell. Uh, the one thing I'll remember about Kobe's plane crash that was a mm-hmm. Sunday that that news broke, and I remember you and I oh, were yeah. like having a fight oh, we of some fight. kind. <laughs> but the yeah, news was so big that I I broke into into the room <laughs> like Kobe's dead. What? Yeah, Kobe died. No way. <laughs> yeah. So and that's I, how everything fixed itself. I think in a weird way, uh, yeah, I think in a weird way, Kobe's death fixed uh, that that little fight that happened that day. Thanks, Kobe. I really appreciate it. Okay, who's up next? Elo Cut. Uh, or actually, Casey Lee is. My mistake. Casey, you there? Hey, how are you, Matt? We are well. What's on your mind? Well, we're just uh, first time caller i've been a uh, lurker on uh your youtube page for quite some time with your standalone contents and um uh just uh recently um uh, actually the past couple of years been following the the Colin show and the sunday show and um you well, know i've always liked in. your yeah no worries i've always liked your standalone content it's always been you know i like your personality you've always been even keel and uh touch on a lot of different variety of topics and give people the benefit of the doubt you know and that was kind of drew me to the the show and so i've been you know a lurker on the call-in show and the sunday show for so, quite some time well cool man thanks for calling yeah yeah no worries and obviously like like everyone else obviously i wish you the best and congratulations on you know having starting a new family you know appreciate it thank you thank you hey so um my uh topic was uh is basically um, I, I grew up in Michigan. My grandfather, I grew up with my grandparents. My mm-hmm. grandparents were, my grandfather was a tank commander during World War II. And, cool. you know, after the war, he started his family um, in Michigan. And there was, uh, lived in the D- Detroit, you know, downtown for about, a, you know, a decade until like the late 40s, early 50s. Uh, and there was this um, concept of, um, of white flight where a lot of the uh, the white downtown Detroiters moved to, you know, the suburbs. And mm-hmm. um, there's kind of like a, a you know, analogous um, situation where I'm in the same boat because I've just moved from San Francisco up to oh. the panhandle of North, North Idaho. Wow. And, and there's tons and Good tons hit. of people. I know, like in your areas, <laughs> too, all along the strip is just, you know, yeah, just like a mass exodus. I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a balkanization, but... I don't know if you were aware, if you've seen recently, there was like a map of all these states from um, all these counties from uh, Washington and, and, and Oregon that wanted to like merge and create like this big greater Idaho. Have I have seen that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it just it's just fascinating. I just thought I would get, you know, because you're in this area and I know Blonde's in this area mm-hmm. um, and actually she, she's my neighbor. So, I mean, I see her around town pushing the baby stroller and seriously. Yeah. Well, do you really? Wow. Have you talked to Blonde? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to talk about, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not but, asking. You know. Yeah, like, but, you <laughs> yeah. Know, but yeah, you, but yeah, you actually, yeah. 
I just wonder, you know, are you lurking in that context too? Or are you? <laughs> oh goodness, no, 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 not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it just, yeah, it just, it's just uh, kismet or serendipity. You know, we're doing our thing in town, and yeah, that's very hey, cool. When did you? Back. When did you move? Uh, I moved for, um, six months ago, October first. Oh, really recently. Here. So you got yeah. to, you got to, ex- the, your last dose of San Francisco was probably when it was still a hellscape on fire. The hellscape, yeah. <laughs> it's been, you know, I've been living in San Francisco and Oakland the last 25 years. Yeah. And um, I, I've seen, you know, the, the culture um, has changed, you know, um, uh, the plague of wokeness and in, in, in culture <laughs> and, 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 uh, and, and the corporate world where it, it festers into my, I still, I still work there. I'm just working remotely. I, I wish that I negotiated with my HR to stay here, you know, until they require, they require us to be back in California. But I hope that never happens where I can make a Bay area salary and live in North Idaho. Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome, awesome. If they don't, that's uh, the dream. yeah, a lot of places I've heard of, they will adjust your salary, like a cost of living adjustment basically. So if you move to a place that's, that's cheap to live, they'll dock you. Yeah. yeah. Lame. Well, fortunately for where I work, um, I'm, I'm uh, blessed, blessed to be, you know, a good company. I'm doing really well. And so I'm actually kind of not going the reduction way. I'm going the other way, which is mm. very fortunate. Good. Awesome. Yeah. So right. I was just trying to get your guys' opinion on well, that. I don't know if you would call it, you know, there's a, the harmony because, you know, there's a lot of other people that are making new communities and, uh, you know, the whole migration of you know, not just, you know, people coming up from the border, but, you know, internally in the United States, people finding common allies. Part of the reason I moved here because as a straight white Christian conservative man, I was kind of ostracized in the Bay Area. Yeah, I bet totally. you. <laughs> I'm I, I, I'm sure that was. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's also where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. Well, really, where at? Yeah. Uh, the East Bay. Oh, get out of here. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I lived in Oakland. Our company's in Oakland. I lived uptown and, you know, I lived yeah. on P off Piedmont Ave. I love the Bay Area. Oh, sure. I love, you know, the culture there. I lived in Alameda for two years that's and that's as long as I lasted. Uh, how long ago? Uh, I lived there 2010 to 2012. And then I came back to Montana. Oh, there's a lot of cool, you know, the, where the, the naval, naval base is mm-hmm. on, the, on the west side there's, of the island. There's a lot, there's a lot a of skate cool park down there, too. Breweries. Yeah. And the, yeah, it's, it's a, you know... I, it's bittersweet, you know. I would have much rather the weather's nice, and uh, you know, but you know, I grew up like I said, I grew up in Michigan, so I fit really well up here with all the hunters and sportsmen, and um, sure. you know, more more conservative eye. But yeah, I would just throw it. I decided, you know, throw it out there and kind of get your opinion on kind of like the you know the the migration of. Um, uh, it's of, trending uh, the wrong way here, unfortunately. Uh, they are turning Gallatin County into a reliable blue county, and. Um, voting for city and county officials accordingly we were uh <laughs> a lot of california plates you you sent me this article a few weeks ago we had a guy running for city commission who's like 29 oh, living yeah. in an apartment solely on the basis that he's black and gay and his campaign platform was i will provide a black queer perspective because that is lacking <laughs> whatever the fuck that means <laughs> yeah so uh bozeman <laughs> is going the wrong way fast which sucks because i love it here i don't want to leave but I know they will make me and the influx of people is people who are fresh off ruining places like the Bay area and Seattle and the rest. And they're coming yeah, here to I, ruin I've it to next. Fight that struggle a little bit here because, you know, I, I well, I immediately got Idaho plates. Um, and I, you know, I, I've had grown a full out, like, you know what I mean? You know, caveman, you know, beard. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I you'll fit in. Hard. Just don't get any dogs. Cause the ATF will snipe them. No. <laughs> 
No, or a well, wife. Don't get, get one of those. Don't get a wife either because your days are numbered. Yeah. No, but I, eventually if you migrate, you know, and another people, I mean, there's like, you know, like people like Owen Benjamin homesteading and there's a lot sure. of other people that are into that. So I don't like where I think Blonde a couple of weeks ago was talking about Troy on yeah. your side of the border and further north. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So there could be networks, I, of, uh, maybe, networks of people. Maybe I'll fall back or we'll fall back to you guys soon. But uh, we got to let you go, man. Appreciate the call and thank you for tuning in. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank bless you. you guys. Have a yep. great uh, rest of your night. Thank you. You too. Okay, we are due for a break. Check in That's with a Super Chat. Move. Bay Area, straight to Idaho. I, 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 I don't know how anyone lives in the Bay Area of California anymore. And I, yeah. I mean, I couldn't handle it 10 years ago. And it was so much, I don't know, so much better, I think, 10 years ago. Yeah. I like to think that, but am I biased? But I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I, I used to walk around San Francisco 2010, 2011, and it had its problems, but it wasn't, I wasn't seeing the sort of rampant drug use, rampant shit on the streets. Uh, it also helps the city wasn't on fire at the time. <laughs> True. But I don't True. know. I mean, you, you tell me it's uh, your family's been there a lot longer than, than I've spent there. And I don't know. I like to think that it used to be better, but perhaps I was naive. <laughs> Maybe mm. it's always been crap. On some uh, super chats here, Holden Mulray says, hi, truth seekers, quote, train up a child in the way he should go. Even though he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22, six English standard version. God bless you guys. Well, thank you. Uh, Thanks. God bless you as well. Holden Mulray. Appreciate it. Thunderstorm says Matt Christensen Productions presents the blonde and ping two show. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Two women on three. And Ping 3, the name of our child. Two women on one show. It's probably probably too much. Well, I think she and I would both be against that. <laughs> <laughs> on principle, yeah. One is already too much, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian says, individual voter fraud is not evidence of widespread voter fraud should become the new it's okay to be white in 2022. Let the media uh, try to refute it. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, the, the upcoming 2022 elections... Uh, will be interesting to watch. Are we going to get some kind of, uh, are we going to get significant reforms in all these States that were a little bit suspect in 2020? Or are we going to continue down this vote by mail sort of thing? And uh, well, this is a good opportunity to tell a story. Cause I was talking about this on Twitter. David Hogg was tweeting out. Oh, it's, uh, you sh- it shouldn't be uh, no, easier that. to get an AR 15 than it is to vote. And I was reminded of the story, how you received an unsolicited ballot in California. Oh yeah. Great uh, just, you want to just tell that story real quick? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Long story short, I've never registered to vote in California. I had been living here for, what, two years at that point? Three Mm -hmm. years almost? And my dad had recently moved to a new uh, house. I haven't lived with my father in a decade. And somehow, some way, they managed to send my dad my ballot to his new address. Yeah. So I I don't know if I explained that well, but it was just... Well, you've never I'm voted in California. You. You've never registered to vote in California, correct? Right. Correct. You've never, okay, you haven't lived with your dad for a decade, but specifically you have not lived at this address at which your dad ever. is living because that's a new address. So it's right. like, how the, and you haven't how lived in California, period, for two years. So yeah. how did they know that your dad was there? How did they, how did they connect you to your dad? Why did they send a ballot unsolicited? How did they get to I this new address that. accurately? So right. many questions. And my brothers too. I mean, my my brother's ballot, and he was previously not even living in this country. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. It's just that's insane. 
Uh, but it's so, you know, I, I guess I'm still waiting on the package. I don't know if the state of California sent an AR-15 to your dad's <laughs> new address. I, I don't think he received it if they did. But no. we're still waiting. Let's see. Uh, Long Dong John says, how convenient Dems making an issue of gun control. And then all of a sudden massage parlor. Amer- <laughs> now they're massage parlor Americans. Massage parlor American shooting <laughs> followed good. almost immediately by the Colorado mass shooting of peace. Hmm. Well, the other suspicious thing about this and I one uh, as I know you appreciate some good tinfoil. Oh, always. One thing that frustrates me about tinfoil, though, is when people say the timing, the timing. The timing is so suspicious because really the timing of anything <laughs> can be suspicious. Like the timing relative to something else. The, the timing in this one is not just how it serves the gun control purpose or uh, agenda, but it also serves as a major news cycle distraction from the right. total disaster at the border. Right. And we were we were talking yesterday. Are these mass shooters actual Democrat ops? <laughs> I didn't say it. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> the timing is always suspicious. Inc- <laughs> the timing. Incompetent hands uh, says, for the record, <laughs> I mentioned the defensively Susan T-shirt in a super chat. I suspect to be compensated in ammo. Uh, just kidding. Uh, save it for the kid. My shirt is in the mail. Congrats again. How about uh, your middle name? Lee? Uh, maybe. Yeah. How maybe. do you know that? I'm, I'm sure I've disclosed it at some point. And plus, oh. All my handles are ML Christensen, so you could probably deduce. You could probably put together. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Uh, And and, uh, yeah, uh, if uh, maybe we can just start an ammo economy, you know, I'm down. When I made the pregnancy announcement, you had noticed that somebody had posted. uh, Do you prefer baby shower gifts in nine millimeter or 300 blackout? Well, I thought that was a fantastic idea. <laughs> I think that's all I'll be accepting if we have a baby shower. That, that's a tough choice. Uh, <laughs> nine millimeters, probably the, the, the more out. useful yeah, application <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Wong Dong John says on a lighter note, we're all dying to hear Ping Tu's Matt and I once made love story. That's probably a little oh, too wow. personal. Well, I can tell you it happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, a long time ago, once upon a time. <laughs> Quantum football says, will you be raising your kids as white or Asian? Uh, yeah, it's good. Good question. I'm going to let them decide. Yeah. Buddy 56 says, Hey, Matt's wife, Matt needs a 3d printer to circumvent this forthcoming assault weapons ban. Could you green light that? Uh, yeah, she would. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah, actually. Um, and that's another story. You had never shot a gun until the first time you came to Montana with me. True. Yeah. Also true. That was pretty cool. And uh, you were you were pretty scared. True. Also true. And that, that was when we bought that cheap AK, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, her first trip out here, we uh, we went to the shop down the street. We picked up an AK and we took out some other guns and we went and shot them. It was, it was great fun. And you've become a pretty good shot with that AK in the meantime. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Nathaniel Turner, uh, always good content here. Thank you both. Well, thank you for keeping us on the air. Let me just check a couple other spots and we'll get back to the calls. I'm not doing great on time as always. So I'll try to move a little I'm more sure quickly the here. That is, has nothing but great things to say. hundred uh, percent. They always do. <laughs> Let's see. I think we're good. Uh, no, we do have a couple on tippy stream. Yukon Don says, uh, can't tell you how happy I am to hear your news. Congratulations. All the best to both of you and God bless. You're making the world a better place. Good to hear from you again. Ping too. Well, mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> for appreciate, uh, for, for your, uh, support for the show. Much appreciated. 
Thank you. We love you. You're very special. And Bocephus says, Matt and Ping 2, how about Cosmo Christensen, or even better, Marcus <laughs> the Golden One Christensen? That's a, that's a good name. You ever see that YouTuber, the Golden One? Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, I know Blonde's a big fan. I think that's probably where I heard of that guy. Yeah. Hilarious. And so... Uh, I guess unsurprising. (laughs) (laughs) Mad Bradicus says, if there's no video, it didn't happen. The little woman needs to show herself or be forever assumed to be a sad attempt by Matt to make (laughs) us think he's not super gay. You might be the hoax wife of the week. Hoax wife of the week. Yeah. Matt was trying to convince me to do hoax pregnancy of the week. (laughs) It might be. Yeah. Provide proof or people will assume it's hoax pregnancy of the week. Uh, Yeah. Well, everyone is just going to assume that I'm like, what tranny tomboy Asian chick or whatever the hell. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, Trovo El Vicero casting a spell. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate that. And D live. um, Sherry D. Thanks for supporting the show. And uh, we're good. Let me hop back into calls and I'll, I'll commit myself to moving a little quicker. Sorry about uh, my slow pace earlier, guys. Let's see. We got Elo cut up next. Elo cut you there. Elo cut. Let him hang out a minute. Hello. Oh, there we go. Hello. What's on your mind? <laughs> um, congratulations, first of all. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, so it's gonna be baby talk for me, I guess. Sure. Um, because I'm just starting my eighth month, so I'm doing May. Wow. wow. Congratulations. Congrats. Is this is this your first or are you a veteran? No, this is my second. Okay. So hopefully this one will be inside a lot longer than the last one. So that one, last one was preterm. Okay. I oh, hope wow. every I hope everything went well health wise. Yeah. Yeah, she was just excited to enter the world. Great. Okay. <laughs> um. So I actually have a terrible luck, and the only time I manage to get through is when. Blonde is not on the calls. <laughs> oh, well, well, that it. must have been. A, she hasn't missed a show in a good long while, so it must have been a while back. Yeah, like it was a while back. <laughs> 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 but uh, anyways, we'll get your opinion on it because you're probably going to deal with this question. Um, pretty much every time you have a kid mm-hmm. after they come out and everyone gets their cuddles, pretty much the first question or second question you get asked is like, "Oh, how are you doing?" And then, "So, are you going to have more?" <laughs> mm. Oh. Which is an interesting question because most people expect you to stop at two, and then you get you know I don't have any like relatives who have more than two kids, mm-hmm. so uh, my husband and I are thinking of three, but we haven't set any like line because mm-hmm. we don't know because it'll depend on if this child is also an angel or if they are terrible and I don't sleep a wink and I'm just like just done then hmm. we're done right so we can still make up our mind but like people will ask that question and I'm like hmm. how do you respond to that we've probably put a lot of thought into this already <laughs> um and I Matt's would say the answer is three and my answer is as many as he'll let me <laughs> yeah so i i would say pretty much swap the other way three is the hope and my reason for that is a little bit it's kind of a little bit grim but i'll be honest about it so i had one sibling and i lost that sibling and it was a, a very difficult experience for me and my family of course and 
I think that my experience of that loss would have been a lot different if I had a sibling to go through that with. And even in the future, I know that when that time comes for my parents, uh, that'll be tough without a sibling to go through that with. I have faith that my wife and the rest of our family will make that as uh, manageable as possible. But uh, to me, I I just not that I want to plan for a worst case scenario, but bad things do happen in life. And I think that three really insulates those siblings to have each other if something terrible should happen to one of them. And that's that's kind of my thinking on it. That's that's why I've decided on three. Plus, I just like the number three. I think it's a it's just a lucky number. I like <laughs> he it. He just likes it. <laughs> yeah. And and the other factor is I do want the experience of raising a son and a daughter. Sometimes when you have two, you don't necessarily get a son and a daughter. Maybe maybe we will. I don't know. But that's uh, that's my and and her thinking, I think, is just give give me all the babies. <laughs> <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but no, that's that's correct. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, those are our thoughts on it. What are what are your thoughts? I You said that if the kid's a troublemaker, you might be out. But uh, is that is it as simple as that for you or are there other factors? Uh, it's more just like the sleep deprivation. <laughs> okay. I am like right. a zombie if I don't get like five hours of sleep straight, which normally my husband can compensate for. But then it's hard when like, because I haven't had a newborn and a toddler at the same time. And that's what I'm going into. So it'll depend on how smooth that transition is. But I'm definitely thinking three because I have I have one sister and I we are super close and I can't imagine not having a sibling. So I definitely knew I was going for two. Yeah. And then husband wants, you know, as many as I'll give him. He would like to say five or something ridiculous that there's no way I'll get to that number because <laughs> I don't think I want to drive a vehicle that large. <laughs> That's true. Your car choices <laughs> become uh, very difficult and expensive. You need that third row. Yeah. That tends to be the thing that most people bring up too is just like, but kids are so expensive, which like I live in Canada. So don't even tell me kids are expensive because the government basically pays you to have kids here Hmm. so i think that logic doesn't really work quite so much here but i get it like in the states you have more insurance costs and other stuff depends on the state we have plenty of those programs too. uh pay for childbearing (laughs) those do exist (laughs) just depends uh maybe i don't know maybe we'll have to uh become illegal immigrants in california and we'll definitely have all our costs (laughs) covered then (laughs) anyway Uh. we'll give you a final thought if you want it um, actually, 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 I was curious if you guys were going to find out the gender or not, because mm-hmm. I am team green all the way and I enjoy the surprise. Ooh, I, okay. the idea is cool, but I don't think I could wait. <laughs> yeah, we agree that we want to know, not necessarily, we're going to know at an anatomical ultrasound in like a month and a half. And there are ways to know earlier, but they have to do more advanced testing and analysis and stuff. So we're, we're going to know when they do that anatomical ultrasound. Uh, I want to know right away, just because I, I think that my strategy, the right word, my approach to raising a son or a daughter will be a little bit different, I think. And I just I just want to prepare for that at the earliest opportunity. What he's saying is he mentally needs to prepare for a girl. <laughs> I want I want to raise a girl, but as I've said, if I get three girls in a row, I'm out. I'm done. That's it. Yeah. Well, Lord help us if that's yeah. the case. Oh, God. All right. Uh, real quick before we let you go, you want to make the case for waiting? I'll give you a last word. Um. Really, just that moment when my daughter was born and my husband got to say, 
oh, we have a girl. It's a daughter. Uh, hmm. It's just like, it's a really great moment. Okay. And also, you could piss a lot of people off. <laughs> a lot of people really want to know what you're having. Sure. And they get so frustrated and they assume that you know and you're just not telling them. All right. Well, I appreciate the trolley spirit and all the like best it. to your family. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Wag, you're good to go. Hello. What's on your mind? I... Hey, there they are. Not a whole heck of a lot. How are you doing, guys? And gals. Doing just well. Doing, doing great, so thanks. Well. Great. Well, hey, I was uh, I was thinking a lot about party platforms, actually. Hmm. And uh, it's it's one of those things that everyone likes likes to oh, how would you describe it? Everybody brags about the party platform and they're so excited about the party platform. And the more I thought about it, especially this last round, it seems like a platform should be dis- should be defined by what it does not have on it as opposed to what it has on it and i thought hmm. uh, that uh, you could basically just put the bill of rights on there and say hey this is uh, this is the platform done i End do i do long for politicians who define themselves by what they won't do as opposed to what they will yeah i, I <laughs> i'm uh, generally i don't i don't like framing things in terms of what you oppose rather than in terms of what you support but even that's not necessarily opposition. What you support is a government that is property lim- uh, properly limited in its scope. And nobody seems to care about that even more e- anymore. Even the Republican Party. I don't consider myself a Republican for a number of reasons. But one of those reasons is I think they too are caught up in the, in the idea of granting the premise that the government exists to give you something, do something for you beyond its only legitimate purpose, which is the defense and uh, security of your rights. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly right. And I, I don't know what it would take to get people to buy into that more libertarian philosophy. I'm with you. I, I don't consider myself a Republican either. I hesitate to call myself a libertarian because there's an awful lot of blue or a lot, awful lot of baggage that comes with that term. Uh, there's the party and there are some myself. serious wedge issues in libertarianism <laughs> too. And, and there I'll be, I'll be blunt. There's a lot of moral degeneracy too, in, in my yes, opinion. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And a they lot. seem to wallow in it. they, the excess of it you know it's it it goes beyond just not wanting to punish people it borders it border it's borderline hedonism yeah in some respect yeah and i i I, yeah Uh, just because i don't want the government to crack down on it doesn't mean i want to encourage that sort of behavior and that's where they're i think i deviate from a lot of those those people yeah yeah that's that's right you don't necessarily want people punished for the choices that they make the choices themselves are punishment enough right in most cases yeah and that's that's the that's the reality of that if you choose to live a, a bizarre purposeless uh life like that if you choose to engage in uh drugs and promiscuity and general degeneracy the punishment is in all likelihood you will end up with a very unhappy life a few years or decades down the road yeah yeah that's that's exactly right that's one of the sticky places that i get into arguments with uh really religious friends of mine um and i'm a religious person myself but again i i think if uh, if you're going to make a choice you have to live with that choice yeah i don't necessarily want to legislate according to any 
one set of values, that uh, that doesn't strike me as a very good way to live either. Uh, but the you don't necessarily need to impose through legislative uh, action the moral uh, compass or or however you want to put it to other people. You, you need to win them over, not through coercion, but through the ideas themselves. You need to demonstrate that, yes, this is the proper way to live your life. You're speaking my language, man. Yeah. Mom so the- somewhere disagrees. <laughs> I can see her out there. I can hear her now. No, they need to be yeah. beaten into submission. It's the only They'll way. They'll like it once they submit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah, 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 yeah. the rest of the time. Yeah, that's, we are we are lacking close. that uh, benevolent Sorry, authoritarian perspective. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So I guess my so that's that's the premise. The the question I guess I would have, and then I'll I'll leave you just kind of to ponder on it. But the the real underlying question is who's gonna who's capable of doing the work of getting that message out there of we don't want to we don't want to legislate your life, but there are there are good and decent and moral ways to live your life. We don't need to punish you for whether it's drug use or promiscuity or whatever hedonism or degeneracy, however you want to describe it, but you will be punished for it in the sense that your actions, you're going to have to live with your actions. We're not going to be there to bail you out. Yeah, I, I, I somehow we have to repackage and resell the idea. I don't even like the I don't even like the concept of selling it because it that makes it sound bring like it's disingenuous. Shame. Well, bring back shame, I guess. <laughs> but you have to package up the idea that the best person to take care of you is you first. That's not uh, that's not doesn't mean we want to leave people suffering on the street and that everybody fends for themselves to the most extreme degree. But the things that are unsatisfactory about your life that you'd like to change, the longer time you spend uh, trying to convince someone else to do it for you or pointing fingers at somebody else in blame, the less time you spend fixing it for yourself. And and the individual empowered with freedom to build his own life and improve his own life, that's the best ticket to actually getting there. I, I don't know how we sell it better than that because the trade-off is that – what does that mean? It's it's exactly what you're describing. Personal responsibility and we have a generation or culture that just shies away from it it's like i'd rather have a perfectly mediocre life if it means that someone else is responsible for orchestrating it for me uh, rather than enjoy the fruits or suffer the punishment of the choices that i make for myself it's a i wish i had a good answer for you that is a, a pr if you can if you can make that persuasion package you could probably have a job with pr for the libertarian party if you want to take it. <laughs> yeah that's not really my goal although the, <laughs> the it, it's funny and i don't know how much you follow say michael malice or dave smith and those guys it sounds like there are some things happening in the libertarian party which may or may not be positive it's really hard to tell with those guys yeah um but uh, it it does seem like there is a new generation of again i I hesitate to call it Republicans, but a Rand Paul, a Ron Pyle style uh, of Republican, I think the party is ready to hear that message. And uh, I don't think that has to be an extreme message. I think there's a lot of middle ground there that would attract a lot of people from Oh, from Team Blue over to Team Red. The sure. big concern being is is Team Red tainted to the point where 
we are just tribal and we just don't like the other color. So, yeah. Yeah. I hear you, man. Well, I appreciate the thoughts and uh, thank you for the call. Indeed. Good night. Have a good night. Okay. At least some people are still talking about change. I'm so black pilled. (laughs) I'm team. I hate everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. Uh, I mean, we, we talk about, uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to scout places in Wyoming. We have to scout places in South Dakota. What are we going to do? Well, don't give away our plan. (laughs) Well, you know, you're going to have to come find us in the most remote parts of the country. So good luck. Yeah, but everyone's going to follow. They need somewhere to escape too. Well, anyone who follows this show (laughs) has to be of at least semi-sane mind. I I, I probably wouldn't mind sharing a neighborhood with most of them. We also need to move into Blonde's Town. That's what they're calling her compound, by the way. (laughs) It it, (laughs) actually... I love that name. I can't say it's, this is all blonde. stuff. I can't really say much at all. All I can say is like the prospect of such a thing is somewhat realistic. That's the only thing I can say. That's all I'll say. The prospect, (laughs) it is not pure fantasy. That's all I can say. (laughs) And maybe we'll be there one day. All right. Zola is up next. Zola, you there? Yes. uh, Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. On the marriage, on the baby, on the family. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. I think it's, um, you know, looking in, in the perspective of, of uh, over generations, I think we've, you know, families have become less of an expectation and more of a uh, transactional commodity, right? Hmm. Only, only 50% of uh, marriages actually, actually last through, you know, Half of them, half of them end in divorce, right? So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what the I and those stats I think are at least I was hearing that years ago. I wonder what the stats are currently, if it's worsened or if it's improved. Yeah, um, I know a lot of people so, just aren't even getting married. Period. Maybe the divorce stats aren't as bad because people just don't get married. That could be true. Yeah, probably probably getting better, but anyway. Um, I think that there's three universal languages. Uh, I, I think the first two are, you know, science, scientific principles, and um, the second one is math. I think the third one is is violence. It's I think it's pretty simple. Hmm. Um, I, I think all all living things, even matter, respects and understands violence. Oh. That's interesting. And I guess the only way I might push back a little bit is that I think we live in a society that is so advanced and so isolated, especially in the like lockdown age and the internet age that do we really understand violence? Like the way that we talk shit to each other on the internet is something that you wouldn't have done in decades past at, uh, you know, out at the bar or something like that. Cause you get punched in the face. Now I'd say quite, quite opposite you know Hmm. uh people people would get a newspaper as as stick says and they would you know basically hop in a a medieval discord chat and you know talk things through but yeah i think to my point you know i think i think the founding fathers really understood that you know we needed the second amendment because you know violence is is sort of the foundation of of society right and if the people control if they have some some outlet for violence then and they they have you know they can preserve their liberties yeah it is it is 
this was part of my frustration with a lot of the talk on the Capitol riot stuff because you had the the like violence is never okay crowd and i know that's the for for the susan wiki wiki listener that is the official position of this show you but, and i both but, know though it we really both know is what? violence well violence the, is, is the only way we ensure our freedom uh, the the option has to remain because if all other options are exhausted you are left with no other option to defend yourself uh to defend your family to defend your property and that's not in that situation it is moral there is a such thing as moral violence it 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 is very limited in its scope but it does exist and we are perpetually told actually defensively susan literally defensively yeah if if people actually believed to the point that you're making, if you believed violence is never okay, you should surrender your firearms to the government. Mm-hmm. If violence is never okay, you should give them, you should turn them in right now because why would you ever need them? That sort of violence is never okay. Well, the, the state wouldn't work if we didn't, you know, outsource our violence to the police, you know, to wrangle up these, yeah. these, you know, unconforming minorities. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't we wouldn't be able to gather taxes you know it, it it's all it's all funded through through force yeah the prospect is always there and, you, and you're right that we have just uh we have determined that this is how we are going to administer justice and this is what we agree is the uh proper use of force is, is through police um but but yeah the, i mean even that violence is never okay well it is a is it not a violent act to take out the grocery store shooter I mean, they shot him and they arrested him by force. Violence was used to stop his violence. I think people would consider that justified. If it's justified for the police officers to do it on our behalf, why wouldn't it be justified for us to do it on our own behalf? I mean, I, well, I, I recognize we probably agree on a lot of this. I'm just, I'm just kind of fleshing us, out the ideas. None yeah. of us want to get our hands dirty, so we have to, to make ourselves feel good, we have to surrender it over to you know, the state, the hmm. police. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't believe in violence, then you don't believe in, in reality. Uh, yeah. Well, but uh, <laughs> I would say that a lot of these people don't believe in reality in many, many different ways. Not just this one. They, they want a perfect world um, in every way possible, economically, in terms of uh, outcome, in terms of, um, uh, just just uh, equal outcome for all groups, regardless of any number of factors. They, I, they they probably would want a world in which violence is somehow an impossibility as well, but that's not the world we live in. Hmm. Well, um, I've accomplished all, a lot in life. You know, I, I didn't start out from a great position, but, you know, seize, seize the day. Indeed. Well, thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. We are due for another break here. <laughs> That guy was smoking a fat blonde for sure. <laughs> I don't Sorry. know. He's, he's, he might be. Uh, I don't want to make accusations, but he sounds like he's having. I will, an, though. He's, <laughs> this he's, is in my show. <laughs> sounds like he's having an epiphany. Which is why I think yeah. he's smoking a fat blonde. <laughs> Mark Duquesne says uh, testing super chat options. Uh, there's a link here. I can't. I can't go to the. Oh, you're, you're, I see. You're testing the system that you're working on. Thank you, Mark Duquesne. Um, if you need help in testing your systems, just send me an email and uh, we can facilitate, I'm sure. Let me hop over to uh, YouTube. 
Oh, crap. I already forgot where I left off. Uh, let's see. Okay. Yeah, I found it. Jeffrey uh, Person says, congrats, Matt and Mrs. C. You used <laughs> to that C. yet? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> my, wife and our, uh, my wife and I are in the process of adopting three. Uh, two will finalize in the next month. And the third within the year, we've adopted one already. Three of four are siblings. Well, congratulations. That's very cool. Um, very, very cool. Am I at liberty to discuss your adoption connection? Sure. I was just sorry. I just got lost in that thought. Yeah, you can. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to describe your situation? Uh, yeah, I was adopted. Um, I was adopted right at birth. Uh, and I have, and I reconnected with my birth parents when I was, I think, seventeen years old. And now they're sort of a regular part of my life. When we, that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> and it was really cool. I actually got to meet your biological mom before I got to meet your adopted parents. And, um, mm-hmm. and it was one of the, I mean, it was just such a cool thing. First of all, it was amazing to see you and your mom. Cause you're, you're, if you didn't know, you would think you're uh, older and younger sister. Cause you're kind of closer in age too. Cause she was fairly young. Yes. And, but it, it was amazing to watch too, because you guys have the same, mannerisms the same behaviors the same communication styles even though you she had no part in your upbringing you see how much of that is biological isn't that crazy and that was amazing to watch and the other thing that i just i i was awesome at the wedding and i hope was gratifying for her was just to see what that that so-called choice of hers yeah well i think it's a sacrifice i mean the impact that it had in bringing us together and everybody at that wedding and Mm -hmm. It's it it created the whole thing created a lot of moral clarity to me because it can't be true. The value that is your life, uh, that value was not assigned strictly because your mom decided it in in the early nineties. You know, like it's not just because a, a young woman who was pregnant at the time said, uh, you know, I think this life has value, so it does. There's something that's inherent to the value of that life, and the fact that she recognized it, I just hope was very, very satisfying for, for her to watch. Mm-hmm. Look, I did the right thing and look at all the lives impacted. I just hope it was incredible yeah. for them and, and your, and your biological dad too. And for obviously for your adopted parents, I mean, for them to take on the, the raising of that child. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it just, it, the story is one that goes to show uh, the value of every life. And, and there's another world in which, in which you're flushed at a, pa- a Planned Parenthood or something like that. Flushed back. I always thank her on my birthday for not vacuuming me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to say it to her the first time Why? we met because that I thought that hilarious. was so, I, that's so. Have you met me? Come I on, know, <laughs> but it, the conversation with your biological mom did go that way the first time that we met. And I'm glad yeah. that it did because it, it's just, all of this has provided, um, a lot of moral clarity to me on this issue where it was more abstract. Oh, wow. And I used to think like, Oh, well it's her body. Uh, her choice. I know you, you used know. to think that. <laughs> and I, I still think there's some stuff around the edges, but at the end of the day, when it's just a purely discretionary decision about whether this life has value or not, I'm, I'm thankful every day that your, your biological mother chose the correct answer. <laughs> and I'm thankful for the next generation that Aww. you're carrying right now that she chose. Just think of that. The, the kid that you're carrying right now doesn't exist. If your mom makes a different decision. That's true. So anyway, okay, that, that, that's spice. That's too much niceness. Everyone's going to be like, <laughs> where the fuck's blonde? What is this happy <laughs> bullshit? 
I, sorry I do, guys i'm sorry i'm not blonde everybody <laughs> normally i don't like the idea that like one story <laughs> changed my perspective on some things because it's like your your life shouldn't be if it's like one story ch- changes your mind or like a personal anecdote changes your mind but i guess what did it for me is just it, it removed something from the purely abstract and philosophical to the real life like mm-hmm. because i know the value of your life and what it has provided in terms of of my life uh, that ha- that value has to be inherent to humanity. It's not just picked by somebody at random. Well, I feel like this one's valuable, so we'll go with it. it, it, it that can't be true. Anyway, um, per, I've, I've went on. I've went on that longer you than I expected, and I can't wait for all of the orphan jokes or whatever. That <laughs> <laughs> well, that on this t- on this topic too, it's like I, I described on Sunday finding the heartbeat, and that was such a cool moment. And, um, the idea that, that this, as far as the state of Montana is concerned, we could still go another six weeks, eight weeks, it's, it's change our minds. Well, we, uh, we don't like that heartbeat. It was a little fast or a little slow. I think we'll, uh, Isn't that crazy? we'll get rid of it. I just, the moral implications of, um, finally got him to be pro-life guys. Nice. <laughs> well, I guess I'm just frustrated with the idea that there are no moral implications, but anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll stop there. Yeah, please, because I can just hear the chat crying that Blonde's not here. <laughs> Blonde would have set me straight. A sentimental hour. Five minutes ago. <laughs> Bring some spice. Okay, I, I might um hold off on... Let's see, I'm going to hold off on YouTube Super Chat. We'll come back to it at, in, uh, at the bottom of the hour, guys. And uh, real quick on DLive, Spud Ruckus says you don't get to condemn all violence and support antifa yeah that's a fair point um but mm-hmm. they get to do whatever they want uh, they, they uh, you know at some level my career is uh talking about these logical inconsistencies and more and more lately i feel like it's not that i lack motivation to do it i still want to do it and you're exactly right i'm not disputing your point but uh you start to wonder, are we entering uh, a world where facts are irrelevant, where there, where factual demonstration is no longer an effective persuasion tool? Probably. You're going to leave me hanging there. Uh, that was not oh, rhetorical. I mean, that was... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I got distracted by the chat. <laughs> oh, that's, I told you. I'm sorry. I really am turning into blonde guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, C2K. I'm doing my best impression. <laughs> casting a spell. C2K says, so great to hear Mrs. Matt on the show. Here's a 10K spell for her so she can get a uh, Matt. <laughs> I made love to Matt t-shirt on me. Well, thank you. I, we appreciate that. I know you don't understand Trovo values no matter how many times I tell you. I think I have a general idea, um, but Trovo, the thing is Trovo makes it, it's you're casting spells. It's just like, just call it super chat. Jesus Christ. Congrats to both once again, especially the boss, which clearly isn't you, Matt. You would be surprised, actually. <laughs> you do you, real quick, like a minute or less. Just, do you want yes, to opine will, on that? Yes, I will validate you for all that are listening <laughs> in this household. <laughs> Matt is the boss. <laughs> well, it's not only, but that's the way that you want it. You Correct. are a classic female in which, that the idea of making a decision. Uh, no, you shot you. You refuse to make decisions. <laughs> that's true yeah so it comes back to me but uh but yeah i mean it's uh it's the natural arrangement of things i would say it's the natural order (laughs) yeah okay let's hop back into calls and we'll go till the bottom of the hour here orwell's ghost 
or Will's Ghost, you're up next if you're ready. Oh, yeah, I'm here, guys. Uh, sorry, it was uh, Dangerous Spaces and I were just in a good conversation. But... Sure. What were, mm-hmm. you, what were you talking about? Congratulations. Oh, we were talking about, uh, we were just talking about plagiarism um, oh. and, and bad writing. But, uh, but anyhow, um, yeah, congratulations, Matt. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. And wifey. Thank you. Yeah, and I just, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to come in real quick and say congratulations. And, you know, we're, uh, we're getting geared up. We're we're just under we're just into single digit days until we get married also. So yeah, oh, that's congratulations. Right. Yeah, waiting, waiting for the family to all come in. It was it was a little in jeopardy for a while because I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to take the vacation because of military measures into mm. preventing I, us getting the coof. I, but, I'm uh, sure you mentioned last time, but you guys are getting married in California still. Is that the case? No, 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 no. We're no, we're getting married in DC. Oh, okay. Why did I think you're in California? Must I must be confusing, uh, confusing someone else? Because you don't, because you don't care about any of your listeners. <laughs> you know well, DC is not much better than California, COVID-wise. I'm sure. No. Like lockdown. No, no. I mean, they're. I, I think know. I think they're a little. I I think they're a little bit less strict, but. Uh, well, congratulations. That's it's, I, you know, I know we talked about it last time. At the end of the, you want to have the event that you want to have, and we were. Uh, we had some hurdles in that arena too, but at the end of the day, you get married, you make the commitment to each other and uh, all else really is secondary. Yeah. And I mean the good, and the good news is like we get to have our immediate family come and, uh, um, and I, most of the people that we wanted to come with the exception of like two well, like one on, mine and my fiance's side uh we're, are going to be able to come and so uh so that's a good that's a good thing we get to see them all uh for us i mean we've been together about two years but there are still a lot of family members that we haven't met yeah and especially so, given the last year i'm sure yeah 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 um and matter of fact i mean we were gonna go visit my brother um we we're gonna go visit my brother and that week like the coup lockdowns yeah started and so uh, we weren't able to go but um but so yeah it's it's gonna be fun uh should be some pretty good festivities and we'll see but uh i don't want to keep everybody i just want sure. to uh, i just wanted to hear to make sure every, we're all skeptical that uh that your wife actually exists so i just wanted to make sure i actually heard it that's part know. of the reason to keep her off camera i think is just to fuel the speculation <laughs> you, you, i kind of like that you, you could be you've got we we, we our our working theory is that blonde has some kind of good deep fake technology and a good voice filter. <laughs> and he's just talking. I like that. Yeah. Well, through, well, congratulations, through, through man. Life, but... <laughs> Are you guys going on a honeymoon yeah. quickly or, or no. soon? You, yeah, no, there's, you can't no, go. We're not, anymore. we're not, we're old. We don't have time for that. Shit, <laughs> okay. But, well, enjoy uh, any, the wedding. Yeah, you got, yeah. And I look forward to hearing yeah. how it goes. Absolutely. Congratulations, guys. Yeah. Thank you. You as well. Uh oh! I hear the dog at my door. He must need attention. He was—he was literally just throwing his body against the door. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> I was our like, dear God, for our I dog, hope they, they can't hear that. for our dog not to have a immediate companian. <laughs> this is rough, you guys. Big time sacrifices. Yeah, but he will get He's some attention needy. soon. <laughs> Ovo Brady. Hello, hello. Good evening, you two. What's on your mind? Congratulations on the baby. I know that's super exciting. Well, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. Um. Uh, there's a, f- a couple things I really wanted to touch on quickly. Uh, 
Uh, I'll say Mrs. Christensen to address you. Um, Wow. Respectful. (laughs) um, Matt made a video recently on the uh, Atlanta shooting, Uh and he was talking about all of the Asian hate that's going on around the country. He's kind of (laughs) talking about the statistics to diffuse what the media is claiming right now. And, you know, from from my personal perspective, I have a lot of friends that I've grown up with that are very on the left, and they are – Asian and they're uh, they're raising their voices just like Black Lives Matter did in the summertime. And my question to you is, in your in your life, have you ever personally experienced Asian racism toward yourself? <laughs> and and then on a broader spectrum, what's your opinion about what this AAPI movement is going on? It's kind of like the Asian Black Lives Matter movement. <laughs> well, I'm all for it, obviously, being as Asian Again. as I am. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't know how facetious to get. Uh, do I keep the meme going? I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm just game, resigned to the meme, I guess. I don't know. I, yeah, I guess. We, we do like to go to sushi rest, uh, sushi restaurant sometimes. I'm, I'd argue I'm more Asian than ping one. <laughs> yeah. But, we don't have a genetic you know, test, but, um, so I, I don't know. I don't, maybe, maybe there's about. some Asian in there. <laughs> there could Who knows? be. Who knows? Yeah. In which case, stop the Asian hate or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but even on a broader spectrum, would you guys would you guys compare the Black Lives Matter movement to this to this anti Asian movement that's going around? I feel like there's always some point in time there's one group of minorities that are louder than the other one, and mm-hmm. it just gets the most amount of attention. And I don't know. It's just it's hard. It, it's really hard to to be in my position and have friends that are so outspoken about this stuff. And I just really don't want to have an opinion about it. I'm not, you know, outright about my opinion about it. Yeah. Mm. Well, can I can so, I ask you no. since are, are you Asian? Uh, asking sincerely. Yeah. No. Um. My dad graduated uh, high school in Japan, but that's about the closest I've gotten to <laughs> Asian okay. ancestry. But I, I guess are people trying to. Do you consider yourself Asian? Like, would your, would your friends consider you Asian? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, no, they. I I think a lot of people see me as a a white male. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I was I'm just curious about, if they're like offended about, on your behalf or telling you that like you you need to have certain views. No, no. About what I meant to say what I meant to say was I have Asian friends who yeah, I have yeah. grown up with. Okay. And they are outspoken about this stuff prior to like they've never been they've never talked about this stuff previously but all of a sudden it's it's being mm. talked about now and they're just so on the bandwagon yeah it, it's Got it. i saw a tweet the other day and it and it said that uh social justice is almost becoming an aesthetic to people people totally. are just going out and protesting just because it's <laughs> trendy oh, almost <laughs> yeah you know yeah 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 so i just I'm sorry. I just had to get that off. My well, chest it's because, true. I've been the last yeah. week or so. Uh, I've been reminded. Do you remember when uh, St. Floyd died last summer and you got an email from every corporation that's ever had your email address about how they oppose <laughs> his killing? Yeah. It, this last yeah. week was kind of like that. Did you get a lot of these like we stand in solidarity with the AAPI whatever community? Like, yeah, yeah and, cool. Uh, REI, just sell me some hiking boots. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's just like, dumb because uh, remember when they considered Asians white adjacent. That was yeah, like two yeah. seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's just what I want to talk about guys. I, I really liked the video that you did, Matt. Um, I watched the one you'd released today about the, the, um, 
the Boulder, Colorado one. I just wanted to give props to you, man. You you do such a great job on these videos. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate uh, that. Mrs. Christensen, you are a very lucky woman to, to have Matt as your husband. And Correct. Vice versa to you, Matt. I'm sure your wife is a very lovely woman. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you, man. Cool deal. You guys have a good rest of your night. I'll see you next week. Thank you. Everyone's so nice. I know. What is this? Someone <laughs> roast me. I'm just kidding. No, just no, no, be no, careful no, no. what you wish for. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> My female sensibilities can't handle Use it. Use hand bomb. <laughs> I don't know how to say this name, but how do I say yeah. this? Uh, use Han Vong. It's it's a Star Wars thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess I am, I'm somewhat of a Star Wars guy, but that must be a deep cut. Who is that character? Uh, very deep cut. So you'd only know this if you were into the extended universe before mm. Disney ruined everything. <laughs> no, I've never. I, I haven't gone much into the uh, like the. Yeah, I haven't gone much into the extended universe. So that one's beyond me. Yeah. It's uh, th- there were uh, species from way outside the galaxy that uh, shaped all their technology from. They were entirely biotech, so they hated mechanical technology. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Made for some interesting stuff. But yeah. Yeah. What's uh? They, that's can, the real quick before we hop into your topic. Um, are yeah. are I, I assume you're still a Star Wars guy? Yeah. Um. I stopped going to see, I, I entirely swore off anything new after Rogue One. Okay. And I so haven't you, even seen episodes eight, nine, haven't seen Solo, haven't gotcha. seen Mandalorian. Okay. So you, yeah, I was going to ask you about whether you're going to bail on Disney and all theirs, but it sounds like you already have. Yeah. A long time ago. Gotcha. Okay. Respect. <laughs> well, Sucks. We really enjoyed <laughs> the Mandalorian. We, yeah, we, we watched both seasons and uh, without one. spoiling That's what good. happens at the end of season two, my wife cried. <laughs> Shut like, up. Legit cried. <laughs> I did. God yeah. damn it. I totally did. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> oh, man. I, I haven't watched The Mandalorian and I won't, given what they've done to Gina Carano and all the other stuff. It, it's a but, shame because uh, we yeah. really like it. The show had its faults. It had a bunch of like, oh, look, women can fight men. Congrats. It had a bunch of that crap. Yeah. But overall, I think it was a good show. And it's a bummer that uh, they've done, they've decided to to go the uh, social justice warrior route on this. Definitely. So question about the Mandalorian, actually, how was the mm. fight choreography? I, I, I uh, enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the story arc. I enjoyed how they connected it to uh, existing and like fan favorite star Wars characters. As far as the combat and stuff, I thought it was shot. Well, I thought it looked cool. The only thing I didn't like is I just, I'm tired of being, you know, it's one thing if it's if it's a female Jedi, it's like, all right, I can they have they have the force, all right? They have lightsabers. I, I can understand. When it's just normal human Chicks women beating like beating guys up, <laughs> like God. Yeah. But um Yeah. I don't know. I mean uh uh Ping too, you know a, a thing or two about show production and it seemed like you thought it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I thought that the you know, my weird niche stuff, like I thought the costumes were half awesome half crap see i thought the baby yoda looked like i thought it looked really fake well i have a nerd for puppeteering so that's true yeah (laughs) so i appreciate it okay it's an old art (laughs) yeah yep it is Uh, i mean i i only happens in choreography yeah it's pretty good okay yeah the I, I'm a longtime martial artist, so actually this might be a bit controversial and usually is among most Star Wars crazies like me. But I didn't mind the prequel trilogy as much as most people simply because 
I cannot hand, I, I almost can't watch 4, 5, and 6, the original trilogy, because of the fight choreography, because I'm mm-hmm. a longtime martial artist. I know that that's not how this works. The, it just bothers me. The original uh, Vader-Obi-Wan fight is pretty terrible in retrospect. No, painful. Like where Obi-Wan does this little like circular movement with his lightsaber. Yep. It It is weird. It's like, you know, just when you go back to back on those, because Darth mm-hmm. Vader says something like, when last we met, you were the master. Now I am the master, that kind of thing. But also we've both really dropped off in our fighting capability in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, I know that that's just the way it is when one movie is made decades after the other, but it's just funny to think about. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's is wild. All right, man. Well, thank you for the so, call. Appreciate it. Yep. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Mm-hmm. I, uh, we, we hijacked his call. Totally. <laughs> I thought he wanted to talk star Wars. <laughs> I don't know. I think he segued. Oh, well, Whatever. my bad. I'm sorry, uh, Mr. I, 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 I can't say the name. I'm sorry, Mr. Star Wars, man, if that was Mr. Star Wars. Maybe I did. Maybe that was my fault. <laughs> uh, Eastern Promise, you there? Hey, guys. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, well, you know, just another another day of uh, medical tyranny here. Oh, yeah. Remind me where here is. Hey, so I'm, um, I'm in Toronto, so I'm in, in Ontario, uh, Canada. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what's what's going on? Uh well, um, well, just uh, sort of sort of topically, um, I've actually got a uh, a meeting booked with my uh, with my MPP. So that's my member of provincial parliament. So it would kind of be like a state sort of congress person. Sure. Um, doesn't exactly work the same way, but um, because our healthcare is administered provincially, that's kind of the go-to person, right? Because if you try to go to your federal, they'll just sort of defer you back to the, to the mm-hmm. provincial. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, to the chat. Um, I just, I don't really think that they're going to be able to answer for themselves at all. I mean, we've, we've recently had our, our premier on the air. I can't, I can't really tell if it was a hot mic moment or if he just has no awareness, but he basically came out and said that if anybody disagrees with the chief medical officer, then that's political suicide and their career is over. <laughs> How, and why don't you know if it was, this was hot mic? Was it not part of a formal speech or something? Well, no, it was, it was part of a, a press conference. So, but it was just so it was such a strange thing to say that we don't really know if he realized that he was did he say it, it at the podium he did absolutely <sighs> they're wow they're getting yeah. they're getting the wrong kind of balls in canada they and, need uh, and so here's the thing the other kind and, the and government so, resistance kind <laughs> <laughs> well i think there's some people that are waking up there's just not covered but but the amazing thing is this is juxtaposed with and i think you covered this on the show with our chief medical officer in Ontario and then his underling getting a hot mic basically uh, yeah. saying, Oh, these papers, I don't look at this. I just, I just do what they tell me. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that oh, one. Geez. So it's like, okay, well, so, so who's telling who to do what here? <laughs> yeah. I wonder who the, they is, uh, what their instructions are. All we never really yeah. got a clear answer on that. I don't know that they ever yeah. even responded to the hot mic. I think they just kind of, let it oh, no, run its course in here. Yeah. Yeah. 
we don't we don't have a, a real media here. Nobody asks hard questions, right? Yeah. So anyway, what, what what I actually wanted to talk talk about was this is good timing given uh, your recent announcement, which congratulations on by the way. I think Thank you're you. gonna be a great Thank dad you. and obviously a great mom. Thank you. Um, and also pink two cameos, but um, <laughs> what I wanted to what I wanted to tell you, Matt, is don't beat your kids. <laughs> okay, but are you, Ooh, by which you mean spank all spankings for. are beatings uh pretty much so pretty much so so basically okay so my context is so i've got i've got two kids uh-huh. uh and they're age two and five which is basically the age when you just want to like rip their arms Terrorist. off yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so so that's the first thing the second thing i was i was actually raised with corporal punishment right and mm-hmm. so I just, I don't think it's an effective form of discipline at all in terms of um, contravening the behavior, right? That you're, they're trying to stop. And then it just screws up your relationship with your parents. Um, because most of the time, the, you know, the spanking actually comes out of like anger. It kind of comes off, like comes from the wrong place. So fundamentally, that just sort of leads to resentment by the child because they will just see you as this person that emotionally responds and causes them harm. Um, And if you're doing it more so as, you know, sort of regimented punishment, it just comes off really weird and ritualistic, right? And I don't, that's just not the precedent that you want to, well, let, let me ask what your highest form of discipline is. What's your highest uh, your disciplinary tactic? Well, so it's okay. So I've got I've got a girl and a boy, and with the girl, it's just not necessary because you can just manage them with emotion. So you basically just sort of if something really, you know, if she misbehaves, we just kind of turn them into a big deal, and then you can just what? kind of. What, what does that mean? What is the specific disciplinary action? It's, it's okay. So first of all, it's drawing sort of negative attention and then um, being sort of emotionally worked up, which they really respond to. And it's extra effective. For both what, what is, I, I need more specifics though. What does that mean? What do you do? Uh, well, so you sort of, you know, slow down your tone and you emphasize that what they did was wrong. And with your animated body language, you help them understand that what they did was a transgression. And, and what if they keep the doing things it? like, well, I mean, we haven't, um, been really encountered that because that's just been effective, but you sort of move on to, you kind of figure out what the currency is, Right. And it depends on the age. So, you know, it might be maybe television, it might be treats, it might be, um, you know, whatever, whatever they're into. Um, and so, so that's worked exceptionally work well with, with our girl. And then the little boy, it's basically a case of just overpowering and confinement if you need to, if they act out physically, right? And it's really important to. Well, I guess actually... I, I would ask if the if the question is why. So spanking is unclear and leads to confusion. Why is confinement clear and leads to certainty? Well, because you're um, you're not exerting physical force that results in pain, right? 
And so with confinement, well, I, well, I don't know about that. Prevent, uh, confinement well, is I a mean, form of physical force, is it not? I, I guess what I'm saying is like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not talking about like sticking my kid in a cage here. <laughs> I just mean, if there's a behavior where, you know, you're trying to curtail, it's sort of overpowering in terms of, you know, taking them away from a situation. Like if they're throwing a tantrum in a, in a public place or something like that, or if they're getting into something, something that they're not supposed to, you can basically overpower them just by picking them up and taking them away from something. Well, why is that physical force? Okay. Well, because you're not inflicting pain on them. Why? Right? Like that's, you're inflicting you're inflicting an emotional pain. You're inflict you're inflicting a punishment on. Are them. you hearing yourself? Emotional pain. Okay. All right. Well, what? What? Are you hearing yourself? Uh, you have not explained anything logically here. Well, well hang on, hang on. Okay. Physical pain. Wrap it up. Versus, Wrap it up. Um, okay. Well, the other thing I was gonna I was gonna suggest is. Uh, it's actually pretty easy to teach a kid a word no by way of um, repetition and pulling them away from a situation. Quickly, please. And, <clears throat> read up on Piaget and the Will stages do. of development. Thank you. Guess what? That guy convinced me we need to spank our Jesus kids. Christ. Are you <laughs> hearing yourself? That's the most Canadian thing oh I've ever God. heard in my entire life. I'm sorry. Yeah, we just, uh, you know what? He's entitled to his opinion. I'll leave it at that. But he was, okay. it's, it's totally <laughs> disrespectful. Anyway, uh, let's, let's get a last call. I need to cleanse my palate of that one. I, I'm not kidding. I think he literally convinced us <laughs> <laughs> to do the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. God, dude. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to sit and have philosophical discussions with my two-year-old. And I'm willing to, uh, I, I'm willing to hear the case that there are, moral ethical distinctions between isolation of a child versus spanking a child. But I'm not going to be, <laughs> I'm not going to be demeaned for asking those questions and treat it as though they're so self, uh, they're obviously self evidently true. Uh, that's going to talk about Nietzsche with your, uh, with your I, I just, I can't, I can't understand that. And then if you ask, well, what if the child didn't obey using this method? Well, that's never happened to me. Okay. But what if it did? Here's, here's the reality. Obviously, I don't want to. I, I hope I never have to spank my children. That's that's the obvious best case scenario. And that's what I hope for. But the reality of the world is that if you go out into it and act like a complete jackass, the world's going to punch you in the face. And I'm not going to allow my kids to learn that lesson the hard way. Better they learn it from me in a controlled environment than to think that they can go out and act like a complete jackass and not have the world punish them for it. That's just my philosophy on this. And it's fine if people disagree, but I'm not going to be disrespected and demeaned on my own platform in that way. Spicy, just like I wanted it. You sound like a great dad already. Appreciate it. Yeah, Thank he you. went full dad mode there. Did you see that? That was crazy. The, oh, man. I just... I, he snapped can, quick. Can, he, can, you be my, can you be my dad, Matt? <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, yeah. I, can, I can tell my dad to just screw off and you can just, you know, take care of my uh, problems and all that. Well, here's the thing. It, Am I a little bit heated right now? Yes, I am. But but what bothers me is I'm trying to have a fair conversation about this. And this guy's telling me how I need to discipline my child. And if I disagree, are you hearing yourself right now? Uh, yeah, I am. Hang out in Toronto. <laughs> 
stay in Toronto, man. Uh, if you, if you want to have the if, anyway, uh, your thoughts. My thoughts on whatever uh, you want, about, by the way, not just that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it seems like um, seems like the people who have been consistently making you mad are all from Canada. There, there is. About. Although we have a lot of great Canadian callers, Such I don't. Sweet people, we do, yeah. but some of them are a bit obnoxious more than others. You know, it's it's just that's just an observation. Yeah, uh, that there's probably some truth to that. Anyway, yeah. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm sorry to rope you into this one. No, no, this this is great. I I love uh, hearing your rant. It's 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 exhilarating to say the least. <laughs> Thank you. Know? you. But, uh, you know, I just want to, tonight I just want to take a trip down memory lane. I want to, um, I want to talk about like the first time I found out about you, Matt. Sure. Because a lot of people, they like to reference the, um, the Chank versus Ben Shapiro debate and stuff. And that's yeah, a very yeah. popular video of yours and stuff. But the way I found out about you was through the, uh, Young Turks parody video that crowder <laughs> that's right i do remember it yeah and and the great the funny thing is is that every single person that you know that was guest starred on there like you know uh dave rubin and um and pjw everyone but you i pretty much recognize and stuff and i was like who who's this person i don't hmm. even i don't even know and so through that curiosity that's how i found your channel and pretty much the stream at large well, that's so, very cool. I'm glad to know that. That uh, yeah, and I know I that, that um, there was a little while there was a little while before that too that uh, that I was on Stephen Crowder's show for uh, for a segment, and that was a big that was a big break for my channel too. And I feel yeah. um, without going without getting too personal about all this stuff, I, f I feel like I uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I probably this I can't go down that road. And I, I feel like I feel like I didn't. Um, do the best that I could to maintain a good relationship with Steven Crowder after he, he gave me some, some pretty good uh, opportunities early on. And um, yeah, yeah. That, that's all I can say without, without getting too personal. I, I guess I'm just kind of bummed about how that developed and my role in, in some of that. And, uh, mm -hmm. and, and maybe someday we can, we can clear some things up. Cause I feel like there was a lot of misunderstanding. Yeah. You know, it, I, I honestly feel I kind of feel where you're going with that because I've had, you know, good friends of mine that I've had for, um, you know, quite a while, but, and it's not like anything bad ever happens. It's just that, um, it's just really me. I, I don't, I'm not very good at keeping up with people after, you know, you get out of high school or out of a certain grade and you're no longer, you know, hanging out with each other yeah. for very long and stuff. It's, yeah. I mean, in that, it doesn't feel good in that, like to, to say as much as I can in that case, he, he had given me some great opportunities and of course I appreciated them, them very much. And there was a case where I was probably a little too hard on him and didn't give him enough of the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And there were some, there's some things that I didn't handle perfectly myself and it just, it never really repaired. And I, I kind of, I don't know. I mean, I could probably go try to repair it tomorrow. I probably should. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like you where it's like, well, uh, you know, I just I'm my number one thing is leaving people alone. So that's kind of how I've operated in that world. As a true libertarian, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, 
I didn't really have very much to talk about. Just talk. Just wanted to mention that gem of a video because that's that's just my favorite video of all time. I absolutely loved it, and I and without it, I probably would never have uh, never have found it out about you through it. Well, so. I appreciate that, and that's part of the reason that sends me kind of in the, into this state of mind. Is like I knew there's there's a lot of guys like you who have that same story, and that's why I kick myself a little bit for thinking like God, you know, I should have. I should have reminded myself of that, that, that there were uh, a ton of people who came over for that reason. And, and sometimes, um, well, sometimes you just, you lack a little bit of perspective and I probably should have uh, been more forgiving in a certain way that I wasn't in the past. Yeah. Hindsight's 2020. Yeah. Always. So, but you can't help it. You yeah. can't help it. Well, I'm very glad to hear it. And I always appreciate knowing how people came to find the channel, especially in the old days where, you know, videos were recommended and things like that. <laughs> Where oh, yeah, you can yeah. find the channel. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thanks a absolutely. lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. Have a good night as well. Um, dangerous spaces. Our friendly call screener is going to get last word tonight. Uh, Mr. Spaces. You there? Hey, yeah. It's just really quickly guys i'm not taking the call uh for all the audience i just wanted to pop in and say congratulations to you guys for the for, um upcoming baby thank you and uh yeah hope everything goes well and i'll be keeping in my prayers for the next few i'm trying to think matt did you say when the due date was it's uh it's september 22nd right okay so for the next few months so keep you guys in my prayers well, I appreciate thank it. Man. Thank you. And thank you for helping out with uh, the call screening. We really appreciate no it. Worries. And I, I know it's, uh, I know it sounds like people are having good conversations with you as well while they're waiting. So I hope that helps people out as well. I'm really not a talker. So I'm surprised with how much I'm actually conversing with people. <laughs> That's good to hear. I appreciate the initiative you've taken in helping the show. And uh, I know the audience appreciates it too. No worries. Well, I just wanted to drop in quickly. I'll try and maybe do a proper call next week. Sure. But yeah, just wanted to say congratulations and, uh, Good luck with everything. I'll keep you in my prayers. And yeah, you guys have a good rest of the night. Thank you. You, Thank as, well. you as well. Okay. That will do it on calls tonight. Appreciate your patience guys. And uh, if you sent in an email question, we're going to defer those to next week so that blonde will be here to answer them for you. And if you'd like to send one for next week or any week, you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live head on over to the contact page of the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com slash contact. There's a call-in show question form, and that is the one and only place we accept call-in show email questions. So tonight we will punt those to next week and we will uh, read some super chat and we will call it a night. Are there any other thoughts from the calls that you had lingering that you didn't get to express? And now I just still thinking about how quickly you snapped. <laughs> Do you think I was it unreasonable or I? <laughs> oh, I just went into full like chick mode and was just like, I'm gonna look at Twitter <laughs> during this conversation. So you weren't uh, into the conversation. I well, you know, it's kind of an interesting one because you and I have been having this discussion a lot. Mm -hmm. So I was interested to just kind of sit back and listen because I don't, you know, I haven't fully flushed out my my opinion on the subject yet. Um, but yeah, then it got weird <laughs> and so i just was like oh god hmm. this is the part where i'm listening to the stream that i mute but i couldn't mute. <laughs> well why when you say that it i, I know i gather you're joking somewhat but what when yeah, you yeah, say yeah. that that persuaded you potentially the other way because because you're right that we've had these conversations uh, no, and, I mean, and seriously speaking this has been uh 
we agree on almost everything, but we have not yeah, agreed on the prospect or the the of potential spanking. of yeah. spanking. And totally. I think and I I think that we've come to some level of agreement over time. But yeah, what do you what about that particular call? Well, you know me, like I'm just inclined to take the opposite position of somebody who's making an argument like that. <laughs> it's the, like, more like the style. Like what? What do you uh, mean? Uh, it, it just was, it felt like a, a circular argument. I don't know. It just wasn't a great argument. I wasn't convinced. And then it was also it, with this weird condescending tone. <laughs> hmm. And then you got mad and then it just <laughs> devolved quickly. But, um, well, I, I was genuinely interested in hearing the distinctions. Now, th- this <laughs> yeah, is if yeah. you're going to explain to me why it's totally morally wrong to spank a kid, but it's totally morally square to put that kid in isolation or physically uh, apply other forms of physical force to that child. I want to hear those distinctions. I'm not I'm not asking rhetorically when I ask those questions. And I feel like I was getting a great a logical explanation right, and distinction. And that's fine. You know, it's it's sometimes when you're put on the spot, you can't have that what bothers me is is then to come at me and say and and act like i'm being ridiculous for asking these questions and and just challenging a little bit yeah yeah no i just think like you know when you ask for clarity and something more concrete and there's no good answer you you've I, I, I legitimately have no idea what he was talking about it sounded like he was saying uh, I do a dance when my little girl behave misbehaves i, I what, right what did that mean I don't know. <laughs> um, and, and you're perfectly entitled to do that, by the way. I, I like if, if that's this parenting tactic that you want to take hundred percent, I'm not saying that, you know, you're raising kids. I haven't done it yet. I'm looking for the right answer. But what, what bothers me is to act like questions are out of line. Right. And it was, yeah, it just seemed like even, you know, when you question somebody's position and they just start like, <laughs> Uh, almost offended at the thought <laughs> that yeah, you yeah. questioned their righteousness. And that just turns me off generally. So I don't know. All right. Anyway, let's hop into some chats. Mail order bride says, I was thinking about snowy, oh, uh, snow, Apy feel female baby names. What are your thoughts on Ava or Astrid? Congratulations on your bundle of joy. We appreciate that. Astrid is on my list of baby names. Matt really? hates it. <laughs> well, I've, yeah. I've mentioned a what little bit. Really? I don't, I, I don't, have you mentioned it to me? I, I don't yeah, remember that Yeah, you went, <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, mail order bride, if I did. <laughs> and I'm sorry no, to my wife who apparently me. likes the, the, but this is the thing is, as I mentioned, we have actually not, for all the agreement we have on almost everything in life, we don't have a lot of baby name overlap. There are a select few, but. Oh God, we're totally different in this department for sure. Yeah. I'm somewhat yeah, surprised. Probably the, I know it's one of the weirdest divides we've ever had. <clears throat> Levi, uh, Levi Smith says, congrats Christensen's praying for health for your, uh, for your family. Matt, have you heard of Abdu Murray's book, saving truth? Interesting read and culturally relevant. I highly recommend it. God bless. I have not, but I can check it out and thank you for the thoughts. I appreciate it. Jozo Zovko uh, says, on my way to Portland, wish me luck. Well, you may never escape. Oh, boy. Yeah. That might be be, uh, the last trip you take. Yeah. Bill McPherson says, Matt, congratulations to you and Ping Tu. My wife and I are in the final 12-week stretch. Fiona Renee will be here soon. 
All right. Well, congratulations. Wish you all the best. And hopefully I'll be able to call in soon. Well, we look forward to it. And congratulations on the coming little girl. And congratulations on deciding on the name. That it, that's the threshold we have not yet crossed. <laughs> Tactic Angel says, the half of marriages end in divorce idea is driven mostly by people who married several times and divorced by several uh, and divorced several times. About three quarters oh. of the first marriages last. That statistic is deceptive. That is an important point. I guess I hadn't thought of huh. that. I've never looked at the uh, the way the data break down, but you're counting quote unquote repeat offenders if you want to characterize it in that way for multiple marriage failures when it's really one person who is oath breaking essentially. It's just repeat broken vows. Right. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Oh, we do have a few more. Um, Matthew Rowley says, congrats, Matt and the wife. I have missed, uh, I may have missed her name. It's ping two <laughs> ping two. I just got my AR 10 from Palmetto state. I highly recommend it. Now, if I can find some three Oh eight, I don't have, um, I don't have a semi-auto three Oh eight. I know. Uh, well, we, we it's, I, you know how much I'm always, uh, pondering new gun buys. Oh yeah. But, uh, I don't have a semi-auto three Oh eight and I, so I don't have an AR 10 or anything comparable. <laughs> Uh, but that Thanks is a putting the idea in his head. <laughs> well, I, in any other context, I'd be interested in congratulations on the buy. I hope it's a sweet rifle. The problem is, can you find the ammo? Like, like you're saying, and two, if you do find 308, get ready for like two bucks around dude, or something like that. Is it You'll really that it. crazy? Oh yeah. A 308. Uh, yeah. That's going to be an expensive round right now. So you Jeez. probably have, it'll, it'll cost you 50 bucks to get it zeroed. And then, uh, <laughs> and you just, you got to set it on the shelf for a little bit, unless, uh, you know, Maybe if you want to take it hunting or you want to do something like that with it. I don't know. But uh, enjoy your rifle and congratulations and thanks for the well-wishing. Your plane, your plane friend says, finally had my Navy extremist training today. Today They're making us retake our oaths later this week. I wonder if they're modified. Oh, God. <laughs> well, thank you for serving <laughs> the country them. and uh, try not to be an extremist in the <laughs> Navy. Joe says, I piled on 28 pounds since COVID started. Can anyone challenge that? Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're not alone Does in pregnancy that, pregnancy count? <laughs> Maybe. I'm sure you're not alone in that, though. And that's the, that's the great, not great, that's the sad irony of all of this. What are we doing to people in the name of health? Um, for, the, for the vast majority of people, have, they, have lockdowns actually made you healthy? And even for the actually vulnerable people, have they truly saved them? All I see to lockdowns is health consequences, not health benefits. And uh, I doubt we're going to see evidence otherwise very soon. Uh, Incompetent Hand says, hey, Ping Tu, has Matt ever actually said, quote, that's female nonsense? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Many con- times. Probably daily. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I do anything. And it's always warranted. <laughs> that's true. So uh, it's definitely, definitely warranted. But yes. Y- yeah, it's never. <laughs> can confirm. I, w- I think that I use that sparingly That's an and, how, no you know and it's and it's mostly kind of j- in jest although there is some truth to it yeah it's a it's a pretty uh i feel like it's a pretty common response in this household <laughs> that's a bunch of female nonsense and i say oh yeah <laughs> and to be fair you probably say it at least as much as i do with True. application to other females yeah yeah stan says okay okay mrs c calm yourself i'm here to remind you that your reality check is one dm away Huh. Well, thank you, Stan. 
appreciate it. It's good to hear from you as always. Uh, Alejandro Godet says, congrats, Matt and Mrs. C. Do you think it's possible to lose an aspect of your humanity by ignoring it? As in, could you lose your ability to feel romantic love by living a huge part of your life without it? Love from you are gay. As in Uruguay, <laughs> the proper pronunciation. Uh, probably. Well, I'm confused. Can you read that again? I guess what Sorry. he's saying. So could you lose your capacity to love if you live in a loveless existence for a long period of time? Like you oh, live single or you live without any person that you love for a long time. Do you lose the capacity to love? That's an interesting question. I don't um, think so. I wouldn't say capacity to, but maybe. I, I, I'm sure there's some skill to it like anything else. I mean, even in the, even in our relationship, it's kind of like a, it's an art form or a practice, you know, like we, we <laughs> there are challenges that we face with each other, but we're always trying to understand what the other needs and try to reach compromises and try to work on it. And if you don't do that for a long time, you're probably not as good at it or at least not as sharp and, understanding mm, when you should push and when you should lay off and all those sorts of things. Well, don't you think someone who's living in like a loveless existence, say they have a child, adopt a child. Don't you think that something's awakened in them? Don't you think it's like some of that's just innate? Hmm. Doesn't have to be practiced. To I feel like when you hold your, your yeah. kid for the first time, it's just like, well, uh, I guess, I guess I would, I, my theory would be, it's kind of like running. Like you never would you always have the capacity to run just, but you have varying the, ability levels to the extent that you've practiced it. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I would think there's some truth to that, but the, yeah. the silver lining is, I don't think anybody loses the capacity to do it just because you've been, I don't know if this is what you're getting at Alejandro, but if you've been looking for something for a long time and you feel like you don't even have the skill set to maintain it anymore, uh, I'm, I think everybody has that capacity and you should still keep looking for what you're, what you're seeking. Mm. Steven Suarez says, if your wife has seen my previous homoerotic fan art, hope she likes them. I'm sure she's seen it at some point. <laughs> oh yeah. I know you sent me one Big pretty fan. recently. I don't think, I don't think, I know you didn't see the most recent one that Steven sent me, but I know you've seen them in the past. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it, Steven. Thank you. Liberative mm-hmm. said, let's be real about Star Wars. Gina Carano knocking the brains out of the rail thin dudes is entirely believable. Those female Mandalorians, however, straight BS and certainly not Kiwi Boba Fett. Yeah, I, I could I can deal with uh, like Gina and Gina Carano mostly used a gun too, That's which true. is a little more believable. But yeah, the female Mandalorians, I remember Anita Sarkeesian got mad because they had boob armor. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Swiftner says, Mr. and Mrs. Christensen, you are fun and cute. Well, thank you. Thoughts on schooling your kids, home birth or hospital. I nominate Ping Dose as first option to consider when Blonde is busy. Deep fake <laughs> punking us all. Yeah. <laughs> I am a deep fake. Um, well, well, I tried to I've tried to convince Matt to consider homeschooling for a long time now. And I feel like it hasn't really resonated until recently, right? Like Corona stuff. Yeah. We, we've talked about it on the stream a good amount too. It's like, uh, oh, really? It, well, you know, my worry about homeschooling is like, do you, is the social stuff. It's not, it's not, it's less academic and more about maintaining good social interaction for the kids. But one thing, one thing that was really interesting. Um, if you remember when we had, we had to go talk to our lawyer guy when we were doing some stuff, legal stuff after the wedding. Mm-hmm. And he, he was a homeschooler and he said to us, he, when I was asking him some of this stuff, 
like how do you properly socialize the kids? And he says, you know, it's kind of overrated to want your kids to be socially properly, socially adjusted among their peers, especially when they're really young, say 12 or under like preteen years. So I, I raised my kids to properly interact with adults. I, I I'm less concerned about how well they interact with other children. I'm more concerned with how they interact with adults. And my kids have always done a great job of that. He said, I thought that was a pretty interesting perspective. And I thought, have I been looking at this the wrong way? Not, and beyond that, not that it's hard to socialize homeschool kids these days, especially with more people doing it. You just got to join the club. Right. That's true. And yeah, that was an interesting take. I forgot he said that. Yeah. That, uh, that one stuck with me. I thought there might be something to that. And then what they say at home birth or what, what was the other part? Uh, home birth or hospital? Uh, hospital for our first because I'm nervous. <laughs> but I'm interested in the idea of home birth. Yeah. Maybe next time. Or if Corona stuff stays insane around here, then home birth. <laughs> they make you time. wear a mask in labor. <laughs> they want me to wear a fucking mask. I can't. They, they said if you have a negative test, though, you won't have to. I'm not letting you stick something up my nose just so I'm not I, just so I don't have to wear a mask during At labor. the end That's of the insane. day, my philosophy on this, too, was on principle. No, <laughs> if we show up there and we're like, OK, we're not doing this. We're not going to turn do? away a woman yeah. in labor. What are they going to kick you out? they really want that news story woman ejected from hospital giving birth because she didn't wear a mask you want that story well all the californians that moved in will be like good yeah (laughs) just wear the mask yeah uh thank you uh swiftner thunderstorm says six foot blue-eyed white guy thanks leftists for thinking i'm superior why not submit (laughs) i truly am (laughs) superior submit i get i got homemade chocolate chip cookies yeah, I guess uh, I, I, for all the supposed benefits, you know, fellow six foot blue eyed white guy here for all the automatic benefits <laughs> that we supposedly get. I feel like I must have missed the uh, you missed the initiation. I don't know, do the coupons come in the mail or like, how do I get them? <laughs> yeah. Eric Burns Mars said, I would never discipline a kid. I would threaten to give them a pair of loving women with with a van. <laughs> that's that's a good did you yeah i missed it okay so he's saying he would never (laughs) he would never spank a child he would uh hire a pair of lesbians in a van to take care of that issue (laughs) too far i'm sorry i asked you to repeat it jesus chris zero zero nj says uh, for fuck's sake that caller giving your kid a swat is fine it's not a belt congrats on the baby has miss uh, mrs has the missus met blonde in person do you get a nickname on crowder um, I don't, I, does that mean, do I have a nickname? Um, I don't know. Uh, I actually don't know what you mean with the Crowder reference there. So I have to, I have to, uh, move on from that one. I'm sorry about that. But, uh, has blonde met you? No, that you guys have spoken over the internet, but you've never met in person. Never met in real life. Yeah. No, I haven't hung out with blonde in person since 2016. And that was before <laughs> you and I knew each other. Uh, congratulations on the baby. Thank you. Um, and, uh, you are a, you're a child beater, uh, Chris, I just want to, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. Um, Tuffle Hunden says, uh, check Stefan Molyneux's peaceful parenting for a better explanation. Not sure I buy it, but he explains it well. I've heard people make the reference. Um, and I, I, again, this is not me saying that I have all the answers and I'm not saying you're an insane person to question spanking. Um, uh, I, to me that, that particular explanation was a little bit unsatisfactory, but that's fine. It's. You don't have to perfectly explain everything. Yeah, um, it's not the argument that <laughs> I have a problem with. It was the delivery, I think. And uh, yeah, thank you. 
uh, Rafe DeLong says, congrats on the baby news. Are you in for the adventure of a lifetime? Uh, yeah, I can't, I'm, you know, I hope so. <laughs> now that it's uh, not that it wasn't real before, but you know, now that we're into Nothing's the stage of, the of well, now that we're, now that we can be open about it publicly, now that, you know, you get to hear the heartbeat now that you're through the first mm-hmm. trimester, it becomes a little more real. And, um, yeah, I can't wait. I think it's going to be awesome. I, I, I the next six months are going to fly by. I think. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, well, and I, I know I mentioned it on on Sunday, but it, it, the first trimester was pretty rough on you, so it was brutal. Yeah, and and thank you. But feeling uh, better now, so. Yeah, it seems like it's improving. Thanks for supporting the show. I am not going to be niggardly. Thank by you. the way, appreciate it, Ralph. Slosher, uh, congrats to the happy couple. I can't remember if you mentioned it before, but have you two decided if you will be doing homeschooling? Um, if you don't mind sharing, no, as we just kind of referenced, um, no firm decisions yet. And of course, school for for this kid will be a, a, a you know, many years off, so it's hard to say exactly what will happen. But I can say that I'm warmer to uh, homeschooling in general, uh, or slash private school if that was an opportunity. Public schooling has been uh, totally exposed this this year. And I say that as someone who had some lingering sympathy for public schooling, you know? I, not me. I always knew. <laughs> yeah, this this kind of broke that wide open this entire year for me. The thunderstorm. because I'm from California. <laughs> thunderstorm, this one about the uh, being the six-foot blue-eyed white guy came through twice. So if that was not your intent, send me an email. We can get that corrected. Otherwise, thank you for... Uh, supporting the show. It's appreciated. Taker says Colorado seems to have more than its fair share of mass shootings. Could there be an underlying reason or is it just coincidence? Been watching since Skag three. Well, thanks for hanging around. A lot has changed around here since then. Yeah, it's a, it's a good question The uh, you had what you had Aurora, you had um, Littleton, you have uh, now this shooting. Are there any others that I'm missing? I can't remember any high profile Colorado I shootings. Know, beyond. There might be all. some more. I, the question remains, and I, I don't know that it's been officially answered yet. Why did this shooter, he lives 20 miles away from this grocery store in Boulder. So why did he drive all the way there? I've seen a lot of people speculating it's because Boulder mm. makes itself the softest target possible or has been trying to. Oh, Boulder had yeah. banned assault weapons and there are a lot of, you know, it's full of gun hostility and anti and gun free zones and all that kind of stuff. So is it as simple as that? Or did he have a particular reason to strike this grocery store? No idea. Hmm. I haven't seen any info on it, so it's hard to say. All, all I know is he's now that it now that he's a Syrian Muslim, it's motive unknown, <laughs> mentally ill. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Talk <laughs> mentally about gun ill. control. Yeah. <laughs> Take the guns. Just a couple more on YouTube here. Bill uh, says your kids socialize with you and their siblings for adults. Also look into Bradley method of uh, and birthing centers. Ping to be careful of industrial medicine. One of the one of the decisions that we had to make is whether we wanted to go through the pregnancy under the advice of doctors or under the advice of midwives. And that was kind of uh, an interesting decision because you have sort of the uh, the technical physicians who will just prescribe you medication for any sort of problem you have versus the midwives who are going to be more the like touchy feely uh, make yourself an herbal tea type stuff. And I see right. downsides to both, but we, we opted Same. against, we opted against the, the, the doctors for exactly that reason. Like, will yeah. they be too connected to, I, what I'm get, what I gather you're referring to as industrial medicine. Will they want to Big stab pharma. you with needles before 
trying I to. I wish th- I could do a good Alex Jones voice right now. I would attempt <laughs> it, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> that's, that's probably for the best, I guess. <laughs> Get but yeah, we. Uh, my point, Bill, is I think we have some similar philosophy or similar outlook that I. Yeah. I have a. Especially after the last year, I have a a, a skepticism Finally. of the medical <laughs> distrust. I have a skepticism of the medical establishment. That doesn't mean I'm anti-vax or something like that, um, or that I that I'm going to believe that every single medication is invalid. But I just I think that there that the science that you're supposed to follow has a lot of a lot of false blind spots that we should be critical of and considerate of. Uh, that that's all. So. We opted more for the like touchy feely care as opposed to the stab you with a needle care, which I also kind of hate, but whatever. <laughs> it, it has its downsides, but I'm like rolling my eyes at you the whole time. <laughs> Thunder, um, they let you take your mask off though. The doctors wouldn't have done that. True. Thunderstorm like, says, like Hey, Joe, <laughs> your hey, Joe, your needed you matter portion control means good uh, portion control meals. Good luck. Oh, this is this is. I thought you were referring to Biden. This is, must be referring oh, to the so to the prior uh, chatter um, about weight loss and weight gain. Oh, you know, actually, um, for me, like that's the hardest part of of weight management. Uh, is it's not even like being active because I enjoy that. It's like it's the eating part because you can be really active and eat terribly and still gain weight or hold bad weight, and it sucks. Mm. You know, if there was a way to to work out three hours a day and eat pizza every day and and not have any consequences for that, I'd sign me up because I would do it. <laughs> but you really do have to have some dietary discipline, no matter what your activity level is. And it sucks. Give me all the fast food. Give me all the pizza. Give me all. I mean, right. I don't have to tell you we go out to eat oh, more I than know. we should. True. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think just one more. Um, I don't have to tell you. What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm saying we have a shared appreciation. We have a shared appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> Taker 610 says, I surrender and I'm naked. Apparently he said that. Huh? Oh, was this the shooter? I don't know. What? He wasn't naked though. He was shirtless, right? Or was he totally naked? I don't know. Oh, maybe ah. he was. Uh, maybe they gave know. him shorts or whatever he was wearing. Oh, they put clothes on him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, just a couple over on uh, on Tippy Stream. We'll call it a night, guys. Witwat says, "Congrats, Mister and Mrs. Christensen. Glad you both found each other to go through this weird time together." Also, Elliot Page transitions, and all of a sudden, white supremacists start talking or start taking over. Yeah, maybe that was the the catalyst. I think we can blame straight white female or straight white male page. Yes, maybe. Maybe it was Elliot who started this whole thing. Uh, you missed a super chat, by the way. Uh, which one? I think one just came in. Uh, okay, I will. I will circle say, back. Circle will, back, Jen Sackey. I will circle back to that one. Let's see. Um, where did I leave um, off? I'll have to just circle Sorry. back with you. Kim said, uh, "Congratulations, Mister and Mrs. Christensen." I was very. It was. I was very excited when I heard the news. I hope your pregnancy goes smoothly. Ping to all the best for both of you. This next step in building your family. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mad Brodicus says with 16 and 12 year old girls, we've uh, earned that. We've learned that kids will push your buttons. Sorry. The tippy stream does the same thing as Streamlabs, where it's hard to read. Uh, the trick is to keep your buttons out of reach 
So you mm. can respond with appropriate action instead of rage. Non-aggression principle applies nicely when parenting. Well, see, I, I, I'm not sure I grant the premise necessarily that the non-aggression principle as it applies to the broader world applies to the parenting f- scenario. The non-aggression principle applied to my sons means I'm an absent father in the strictest sense. I have to guide them. I have to give them direction. Obviously, I don't want physical force, and I hope I never. There's never a need for it. But your position is basically that the option shouldn't be off the table. Correct. Right. Yeah. And that's like I get that. I think you've made a solid argument to me, at least in our private lives, about that. In my mind, if if my kids are misbehaving and acting in a way that will get them severely punished by the outside world, if I allow that to continue without stopping it, based on the non-aggression principle that it's wrong to intervene, I'm not doing them a service. They're going to go out into the world and they're going to get smacked. And I I don't want that. (laughs) My my number one job as a father is to help a, a, a new young mind navigate a confusing world. And I don't want them to have standards in the home that aren't duplicated out in the world out there. I want them. Obviously I want the the home to be a place of safety and security and comfort, no matter what the outside world presents. But if I leave them with the impression that you can act however you want in the home and suffer no consequences, uh, even serious consequences for the most serious misbehavior, that's not going to set them up for success in the outside world. Mm-hmm. So th- that's why I say, I'm not saying that, it should be the yes aggression principle within the <laughs> But you get what I'm yeah. saying? In the purest sense, yeah, you, have, you have to be aggressive with raising your children. Like guiding them requires assertiveness. It requires aggression. It requires giving them direction. Anyways, this is like becoming a circumcision talk. <laughs> <laughs> I I appreciate the thoughts. Thank you. And and of course it would never be, I I agree that, that all of these things should be made um, in rational, logically consistent ways. It's not, you don't want whether in my opinion, whether no matter the, the punishment that you're applying rage should not be the motive behind any of that. It should be because there's been a certain rule that has been broken and, and the punishment for that rule breaking is what applies, not because you're angry or trying to, act out of some um some sort of rage like like he's describing Mm -hmm. anyway you you have no pushback have you fully submitted have i fully submitted um because we're live and i need to respect authority yes (laughs) (laughs) just like my children will paul mcconnell says butts oh thank you well Great input. <laughs> Taserus says, congrats, my son just turned six. There are no words in any language adequate to describe the satisfaction and pride from watching your children grow. They make you understand what it's all about. Well, I'm glad to hear that and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. And I think you're exactly right. I think that's a part of any life completely lived. And uh, I used to I used to question whether I wanted to become a father. Is that something that I really wanted or did I was that just not for me? And now it's it's very clear to me that uh, that that living a life without that experience, um, I just think lacks one of the most meaningful experiences that a human being can have, for better or worse. Don't get me wrong; I know they're going to be sleepless nights. I know it's going to be annoying as hell sometimes. I know mm-hmm. that uh, everything's going to be expensive, but it's <laughs> one of those fundamentally human experiences that I just I can't imagine leaving this world without. It it it's just it's it's part of a it's. 
it's part of a complete life. And I don't say that with any, I don't say that with any kind of dismissal to people who feel otherwise, if you think that, that you don't want to experience that, but I disagree. If you don't want to experience that, you're stupid. <laughs> I would, I would question, I would question it, including myself, well, you know, 10, stupid, 10, even five years ago. It, well, we were a young man. Back yeah. <laughs> I don't think it really occurs to men that early on, you know, women kind of have that instinct from yeah. <laughs> basically day one. Yeah. But anyways, I'm glad to hear it. Taserus and I can't wait. So, so all the best to your family. Uh, Long Dong John, oh God, no. Is Ping 2 on Team Blonde or Team Ben on Circumcision? Oh, no. I, <laughs> I, I reserve the right to remain silent. Let's put it this way. I think that we have general philosophical agreement on any sort of um, surgical or, or, or cutting type intervention on a child needs to have obviously clear, evident persuasive conclusive reason and evidence would that be fair yeah i'm just trying i'm like debating whether or not to troll (laughs) (laughs) not to go (laughs) which means we're snipping them gang we're snipping them yeah exactly day day one first things first my wife's a doctor (laughs) she knows more than you (laughs) wait 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 i (laughs) i wish i I could hear ben i'm team pretty dick (laughs) you know you're an asshat Oh God! Sorry. Thank you. Uh, Thanks. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, wow, someone I just brought up circumcision, and then I had to have him. Yeah, so I'm fun. surprised nobody went there until now. I know. I was. I thought someone was going to ask me about it. I was like, I think uh, we are pretty much all set. Sherry uh, donating over on D Live. Appreciate it. Uh, West Awakened. Thank you for supporting the show over on D Live. Peter Filled. Appreciate it. And uh, let's see. I'm regretting not going hard in the opposite direction just in case Blonde's listening. C2K. <laughs> she's not listening. She's enjoying time no, with her I family. Know. I guarantee. C2K77 uh, says, Ping 2, you're not sticking something up my nose. <laughs> Letting something get stop, stuck up inside me is how I got into this position. That's a good line. <laughs> Ew. That is a, yeah, that, that's a good line. I like that one. All right. Uh, I think we're all set. Um, uh, but I, before we get out of here, I just, I want to close tonight's show basically the same way that I close Sunday show, but I want you to be here to, to enjoy that experience too. Cause we so rarely get to have this experience on a stream or in a podcast together, but mm-hmm. I, I just want to thank everybody for making this community a successful community because it's, it's not only a place for us to flesh out the ideas of what's true or what's not in the world, but it's a place for us to find meaningful connection with people who think something similarly, or at least interested in having that sort of discussion. So I say that with appreciation for the intellectual gift that you guys have provided me, but I want to thank everybody, including with you here present for the community gift that they've provided me, including Mm -hmm. the opportunity to create my very family itself. So (laughs) I just I, I I appreciate everybody with the acknowledgement that that um, you are a part of this community too, and you, you don't really get to speak to that. But I don't know if you I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I, if you had oh, anything no, okay. to say about how our relationship and how our marriage came out of this, and it, oh, you want me to get sappy on everything? Just, it, okay. I just I, I didn't to go out on a blonde note, but okay. we didn't even um, talk about this. I'm kind of putting you on the spot right now. No, you're. I mean, I used to be one of the lurkers. <laughs> I used to be. <laughs> trolling the chat i mean that's yeah this community i mean I, these people were my my shit posting friends before <laughs> before they led me to where i am now so that's 
yeah, it's just crazy. I don't know. It's kind of crazy how it all happened. So you guys we, created a a place for yeah, and it, like it, me. We really appreciate it. It matters so much to us as a family totally. now. And so, so thank you for the opportunity that you've provided us with. And I hope that, um, Oh God, our dog's throwing himself against the door. Okay. Sorry. Well, it's, it's time to go then, but <laughs> it's, it's too sappy. No, but it means a lot. It means a lot but to me when people lot. come on the show or email and talk about how this show has provided them with some semblance of sanity in their lives. I, I just want you guys to know and be assured that it is mutual and that the gift that, yeah. that you've provided to us by making this show in this community a success is something we'll never adequately pay you back for, but we do appreciate it very much. Well said. That's why you do this and I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Blonde will be back on Sunday, I'm told. We'll go through all the week's news and the spice will return. Don't worry. I'm sure we'll get in trouble for something new then. Have a good night. Bye.